Hello and welcome to Grumpy Gamers. You're here this week with Ben. And alongside me I have Eddie. Hello. And out of the shadows. He's back, baby. It's Kirk. Hello. Hello. Nice to be here. Nice to be back. Nice mm. to be here. Yeah, good. Yeah, waving like, to the crowd. I feel like some. I feel like there needs to be like an applause, like uh, like a back backing track or something. Now you this. now you've said that I have to do something with the edit there, don't yeah. I? Yeah, yeah. You should do that. You should do that. Little cl- little mm. clap. Little applause when it comes back. Come on, mm. that's yeah. Make it uh, good. Now, if it's not in the edit, it's because I couldn't be asked. Um, that's which it. That's is be much could more be. likely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's, mu- that's that's a far like more likely outcome. You used to be than so good at editing, Ben. You used to like put things in. Do you remember we used to have like a, a funny clip it before the theme? Yes, shoot? we did. We did. Those but now that days, requires ben. me to. It requires <laughs> me to actually like find a bit like that's funny and like put it before and like not just that and oh, you've got to remember there's no pete to so there's going to be very little editing that ben has to do so he just has to oh, chop yeah. both of our things ben together true. sorted this he doesn't a- want to do any work it's going to be like two minutes work for him on this one occasion <laughs> yeah, like- you're so on the money you're so on the money this will probably be like a 15 minute edit and the only reason Absolutely. it's 15 minutes is because my computer has to load <laughs> like it has to like you know do do the do the effects and stuff but yeah it'll be it'll be clean as day Nice. Yeah. Um, with Pete not here, so but yeah, Pete, Pete is not here. Um, he should be back next week. So, but yeah, we, we got Kirk, and we didn't even yeah, I did say that last week. Um, <laughs> one, one week we just won't talk about him again. It'll be like the family <laughs> dog that we don't mention. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but we do have Kirk here, and we didn't even know it wasn't like a, even a straight swap. You just you just went look, I'm available. You, yeah, you're coming in, well, coming in I, hot. I thought that's what we were doing. Yeah, to be fair, I didn't even know Pete was off until 20 seconds ago. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that <laughs> happened. Right. Anyway, let's move on. Um, so, yeah, we'll be doing the news, the new releases, what we've been playing, and then our feature this week, which is talking about the Golden Joystick Awards, which the the nominees um, have just been announced for everything bar game of the year. So, we're just going to be going through a few of the categories, seeing what we think, discussing a few of the games. Um, yeah, yeah. Be good, good chat. Yeah. Um, Pete's Before we sick, get into by the it, way. I'm just going to say that because one week you didn't explain why I was off, and my dad panicked and gave me a phone call. So it's just Pete's <laughs> sick. There you go. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Pete is ill. There you go. There we go. There he's we not, go. He's not right. dead. So I can. Right. I'll move on. Um, he's not dead. Did you say? Yeah. 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 Great. That's confirmed. <laughs> For um, right we've had a couple of messages this week um one on twitter from sif lord thank you very much i appreciate you my man uh it's nice to get good me- well nice messages uh it makes it all worthwhile we also got a fan yeah, email sure. from um matthew newman he he emailed in um and he asked a couple of questions which was which is cool so we should start off with that cool. um he said i've been listening to you guys on the pod for a while congratulations on over 100 episodes thank you very much yeah yeah. Wait, and a few questions. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> Fucking hell. Thanks very much. I said you're welcome to... You. I don't understand what I just did. Don't worry, sorry. <laughs> you're very welcome. Yeah, you're very welcome, right, okay. Matthew. <laughs> okay, great. <Right>, anyway, <laughs> um, first one is, uh, since the servers for Overwatch 1 are shutting down, I think they've actually shut down, um, will there be refunds? I think this is a contentious Ooh. issue. Um, so he said he pre-ordered the Origins edition and sunk nearly 100 US dollars uh, right off the bat, not to mention the in-game purchases. And I actually think this isn't something that we uh, I'd really thought about. I know I've talked to you, Eddie, twice, yeah. I think, this week, mentioning yeah. about it. Um, unfortunately, you know when games go like 
some games just go free to play, don't they? Like yeah. some people bought the game off the bat and then they go free to play and nobody, yeah. it feels annoying and it, it's unfair when that happens, but nothing really, there's, there's no recompense. Now in this particular case, I think skins have been transferred into Overwatch 2 and I think any credits you had have been transferred into Overwatch 2, but it is a weird and interesting kind of decision, isn't it? Like that you have mm. to now play Overwatch 2 rather than play Overwatch 1. Yeah, it's a harsh it's just, reality, but... It's... it's just a reminder that like all the... It's almost like games now, especially digital ones, it's like you almost don't even own anything, do you? You're just putting say money though, into something. I was yeah. going to say, though, from what I've gathered from other people talking about this matter, isn't Overwatch 2 basically Overwatch 1 anyway? Like there's very yeah, li- I th- little difference. Yeah. I think it was like it was basically an update that an overhaul update as far as I'm aware but mm. I can it is yeah so in that regard it is kind of like a game that you've bought going free to play yeah I it's did just, look into this ages ago when I think one of my games went to game pass and I, I typed in like can I get a refund um and I remember <laughs> I don't I can't remember what developer it was but the developer went like no, like prices vary, and there's no way we're going to give everyone the cheapest price that our game ever comes at. So, of course, we will not be giving refunds for going on Game Pass. So, yeah, I, I think I think you're shit out of luck, man. I think. Yeah, yeah. You know when we bought Battlefield Day One? No, oh, early. God. We bought it early, Eddie. Yeah, we, we got it like five days early, didn't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. that was a... that was a that was a poor financial decision. Um. <sighs> And I thought that was going to go free to play real fast, but it hasn't, has it? Like, yeah, yeah that's a that's an interesting that decision. I don't know if that's a win, Eddie. That I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. Regardless, I've got I to admit, playing it. Anyway. I saw a clip the other day, and it did make me go, "Oh, I could install that again. That looks pretty cool." But you actually quite you because you spent money on a game. I mean, we you've only ever buy, <laughs> bought a uh, few full price games, and that's mm-hmm. only because we told you you have to um and it's never worked out well for you no um and i Correct. but you did play it for a long time just on your own yeah trying to get your money's worth didn't you yeah and i, I did enjoy it it's just you know all the game, shit that game of your list it. Uh, it was on your list for game of the year last year wasn't it as well yeah i did i did enjoy it i really did um but the problem is when we all got back into warzone again it's one of those i just jumped over to warzone yeah well the thing that really did me over on that one is because they didn't have any mode like that where it felt like you were in your little squad Yes, they had one mode and it was pretty crap. So yeah, I anyway, said this but, before. It was too big, in my opinion. I know they wanted to go bigger and better, but it was so big that there was no like holding choke points because people can just run around you. So hmm. yeah, it was too chaotic. I think disappointing. The the this uh, question though, it links back to Warzone coming out. Warzone two coming out in Ooh, a few weeks time. Yeah. Now that is obviously a complete overhaul from the first one. Mm-hmm. And there are, and as far as I'm aware, there is no carryover from the first one to the second one. And I'm actually wondering whether they're going to turn the servers off on Warzone One, because it's almost like you, it, you're paying. They're paying for servers to be open when they want everyone to go onto Warzone Two. It's, it's yeah. free to play. So, but I've I've paid money into Warzone One, um, mm. but but it's just one of those things, I suppose. Yeah, that's a really interesting one. I I think maybe they'll keep it going for a little while, but. But I think I think maybe when when they have a crisis of player count, maybe get rid of Warzone One, push them all onto Warzone Two. But yeah, yeah, it would be really sad because because are different maps. It's it's sad if you know what I mean. If yeah. it, if it was the exact same maps, then no, I would be like, yeah, okay, get rid of Warzone One. 
but it's just sad. And to be well, fair, the thing is, they got rid of Vedance, didn't exactly. they? Exactly. Yeah, I was just it, about so. to caveat that with yeah, they got rid of Vedance, and no one can play it. So I guess we're gonna have to live with it. Fucking mm, loved Vedance. Love so nice. I'm, I really hope Warzone 2 is good. Anyway, we, we, <laughs> we, we'll call a duty later on. Um, but uh, the second question spoilers. is... this Yes, spoilers, call of duty. We're talking about that later on. Um, second question. Would you recommend Xbox Game Pass for a casual gamer like myself? It has a bunch of games I've got my eye on and it doesn't seem too expensive. So, I, I mean, I just say on this one that if... I think Game Pass and I think the PlayStation um, PlayStation Plus, the extra category, um, I think they are fantastic deals for casual gamers. Gamers that don't uh, buy everything when they come out. Uh, gamers that like to, you know, play... <laughs> they don't necessarily care about the AAAs that are dropping right now. And even yep. with Game Pass, you do get some of them dropping on Game Pass. But yeah, it's one of the... It's a fantastic deal. If you think that... Um, if it's going to be your main source of getting games, I think it's it's fantastic. I mean, we talk about it all the time, don't we? Yeah. Uh, you're not going to have any of us say no to this answer. But l- let me emphasize, like, I, th- I think it's designed for casual gamers. Because yes. as a hardcore gamer, there are things that I actually don't like about Game Pass where you don't ever own that game. You're kind of renting it off the subscription. For example, I have got a notification on my Football Manager 2022 saying coming off Game Pass soon. So therefore yeah. I've got I've kind of got disappointed. I've gone I don't own that game. But for a casual gamer, it's absolute perfection. It comes out with I don't know, probably like 7 to 10 new games, not new games, games every week. And they they might be small, they might be big. There's so much like it, even sometimes when I get bored, I just click on the strategy button or the RPG button and it just takes me to all these games that half of them I haven't heard of. Yeah, it's, it's an absolute delight for a casual gamer. Especially if you have a PC as well, and you can get Game Pass oh, Ultimate. Yeah, that's what I got, baby. I mean, Game Kirk, Pass I know is you're, best, you're, best value you're in gaming. The, best value in gaming. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to come to you it's, because uh, our resident Microsoft... Um, <laughs> fanboy. Yeah. Fanboy. Uh, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. No, Kirk, I'm um, not saying that as a criticism. I'm saying that... I, yeah. Kirk, I'm going to go one step further. Do we think Game Pass is the best thing that's ever happened to gaming? No. Ah, oh, come on, Kurt. Go be. No, I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree <laughs> with it because it does have uh, pitfalls. But that's a that's a topic for another day. But for for what Matthew's asking, honestly, as a casual gamer, you've got so much at your fingertips just to go in, dip your toes in whatever kind of genre you like. And if you don't like something, you haven't wasted any money per se. You can just uninstall it and then go and download another game. So yeah, go absolutely. give it a go. You got you got the so main much f- fucking choice on there. It's ridiculous, and it's easy main- to cancel as well. So if if yeah. you don't, if you really don't like it after a month, then just cancel it. It's really easy. Just go on your your subscription you d- thing, and you just pay month by month, don't you? So yeah, I do think the PlayStation version is superb for those who haven't bought all of the brand new games that that like PlayStation have had to offer and all that kind of stuff when they when they came out. I think that service is also excellent. But the Game Pass one is uh amazing for things like in, in recent weeks like uh Scorn a Playtale now it may have been shit, but Scorn um <laughs> a Playtale um the the fact that um you're going to get big games like Redfall and and Starfield and things like that come next year. I mean it's it makes it a no-brainer when the big Forza. games come out. And Halo Halo Infinite uh, Forza, yeah, all these games that 
Otherwise, I'd have to be buying or just not playing. So, yeah, yeah, great there, stuff. Great there you stuff. go, Matt. There you go. Yeah, I think he. I think he also. I think Matthew also signed off with a nice little Overwatch uh, quote as well. But I'm not sure about that. So, <laughs> so if it was, get, then get into it in the chat. Don't let you know if Brilliant. it was or not. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Well, we don't play Overwatch, so there you go. Uh, right. Okay. Lovely. Uh, moving on to the quick news. Um, firstly. Callisto Protocol will not be releasing in Japan. Did Saw you see this. this one this week? Yeah. Um, a lot of games actually get censored in Japan, more than we kind of realise in, in the West, and Callisto Protocol won't be censoring itself, so it won't be available. Um, I assume that people in Japan can just buy a... They can import uh, it. A, yeah, import it. I believe, I, um, I believe they Japanese said they're going to put um, Japanese subtitles within... The Western one as Within well. With the options. Yeah. That makes sense. That so makes sense. people can still buy it. It just means that they can't get it locally. So, And we don't know enough about how this happens and how how early in the process or late in the process they were told to censor it because presumably it's pretty late in the day that they are told this and they kind of have to um, preempt it. But yeah. otherwise, if somebody said, oh, can you censor this stuff? You're like, Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, this, the this, game. this feeds back into your um, narrative about the... The whole this is like one of the smoothest launches for a yes. game ever, and they're not backing down from they're not they're not allowing their um, wings to be cut. Yeah, or anything. absolutely. So, it's just the game is the game. Yeah. So, and they probably realise that the Japanese, well, they they probably have weighed it up and said that the Japanese audience, um, there were those that would want to buy it, we will just import it, um, mm. and and they probably just weighed it up like that. But yeah, it's in, an interesting choice because they would have been aware about the censorship in Japan prior it's just that they chose not to do anything about it um it also does build the hype up for it doesn't it yeah <laughs> good um, on them i say so yeah absolutely um next one naughty dog are co-developing a game from a beloved franchise that's all ambiguous. Down. Yeah. do you know anything about this coat <laughs> i've got no idea no brilliant brilliant so there we go and i didn't look at it any further so um, oh sorry. i thought you were gonna like tell us do we do, do no. is it known then <laughs> No, I don't think so. I saw a headline. What, and you a beloved, just put that A beloved in? franchise. So that Naughty Dog are... Oh, come on, Ben. Naughty Dog are um, got, Uncharted yeah, and... Last of Us. Last of Us. So they, it's got to be something Eddie's look, like Eddie's looking that, at that, isn't so it? Well, someone's so. got to fucking do research for this podcast. Right, Eddie, yeah. Eddie does the research. Yeah. I'll move on to the next one. All right, fair. Oh, that was the quick news. Um, <laughs> yeah, the next one. Um, the hotel in Amsterdam that's included in one of the Call of Duty maps. It's called the Breenberg in Call of Duty, the hotel that that's based on is not happy that they're being included in the game. Yeah, they're suing and them. They are con- <laughs> yeah, they're considering the next steps, aren't they? Um, I, I, read, I, I read this today, actually, and they're, uh, they're considering suing them, and they've said that they're, um, although it, they're not mentioned by name, if you know Amsterdam at all, it's the case that you'd know that that's the hotel and it doesn't align with the hotel's beliefs and yes and violence and bring violence etc to uh to it so i mean that's yeah i mean fair enough i mean did did the developers get permission but no but there must be some precedent whether they need permission or not surely that's true Um, i will say i i don't I, i i i didn't make a note of this but this is this is hilarious i noticed in modern warfare 2 uh today that They've got you know the Volkswagen Caddy vans, like the um they're like the little little vans that they that they have like the smallest ones. They don't right. have the um the badge on the front. It's like this weird square badge. But the Volkswagen badge is on the steering wheel. If you look for the window, 
which is I it? Fi- yeah, which I find fucking hilarious because they've got oh. it's literally modelled after the, the the caddy, and they've taken the logo off the front and the back, but they left it on the steering wheel. <laughs> oh wow, that's weird. <laughs> that was amazing. Okay. Yeah, that's. Well, yeah, that is. Why would they go for that effort but not the other? But yeah, there we go. Someone um, fucked up. Someone fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Eddie, have you found anything on this beloved franchise? Uh, they, they haven't said, but there are um, rumours that it could be an Uncharted revival. Okay. Well, Uncharted 4 only came out 2017, 2016 or 2017. It's not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it would... After The Last of Us, uh, when because I played The Last of Us 2 and then played Uncharted 4, and I was like, oh, geez. Um, but why did they need to co develop it? Yeah, exactly. Why did they co develop it? Yeah, bit weird. Mm. Anyway, probably, yeah, we'll find out in due course. <laughs> that's why That's why I didn't look into it. See, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Right, next one uh, The Witcher 1 is getting a remake. So it's been confirmed that the first Witcher game. It's getting a full remake now. It's being, it's being. I, I just said full remake. It, the word remake is being used, but <laughs> what that means in this day and age, we've talked about it before, especially Kirk. I know we've had conversations about it, like remake, remaster. I thought I knew what which was which I've, and all that kind of stuff, but I think this actually, is going to be a full ground up remake because it's being built in Unreal Five. Right. Okay. So oh, it's going right, to have to be yeah, completely remodeled and everything. So you heard it here first, Grumpy Gamers podcast, yep, uh, full full gr- from the ground remake. And when we say from the ground, that could still be like from the ground, like Last of Us Part One. <laughs> could be that, so, although technically they're classing that as a remake. But I don't want to fucking get into that. So <laughs> exactly, exactly, they said it was from the ground up. This is a remake, yeah, but yeah. there looks, were bones. There were bones there. There were looks, bones. Look, looks and pretty, flesh and muscle. Pretty, so. pretty similar, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and the last one of the quick news now. For anybody that is interested in God of War Ragnarok, leaks are now everywhere. So if you're on somewhere like Twitter or social media, mute what you can and uh, yeah, stay safe out there, guys. Stay safe. This is bad. It's it ruins it for so many people. Like I know, I know there's not the biggest hype for for the game here, but there are millions that are excited for this, and it's just just not required. It's not needed. I think there's a video on YouTube you that's showing like the first. 20 minutes of gameplay or something Whoa, really that's surely down now yeah i know sony have been uh taking down everything that uh yeah youtube has been smashed even videos that haven't had leaks in them have been taken yeah. down so uh but my hype level it has increased in that this last week oh yeah it definitely has okay. yeah it definitely has all right um and there has there's that other thing that has been mentioned this week about the to 100 percent the game it supposedly takes over fifty hours. Yeah, heard and this. Nice. and uh, and somebody at IGN had taken over seventy hours. Now the the, the people were saying like, okay, so this is good if you t- heard about it, Kurt, because people have been saying um, like, oh, this seems a lot longer. Oh, could it? Could, there could be a lot of padding in this. That seems too long. That's for a hundred percent run. And I, I, somebody on Twitter said when I was like, well, fifty hours seems about comparable to the first one. They were like, they kind of laughed and they went. Oh, it didn't take me 50 hours, 100, 100% the first one. I, I'd literally gone on Google and said, how long did it take to 100%? And it, it was the same. Yeah. So I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what you want. Like, it seems pretty comparable. Oh, it's a little bit longer. Okay, well, that's 100%. You know what? You don't have to 100% a game. 
No, it's for the it's for the it's the completionist. But if you're going to complete something to 100, percent you got to expect to put in some fucking time. Like not every game's not every game's going to take ten hours. Exactly, but like you don't have to. Like you could, if you wanted to play 40 hours of the game, you could play that. Like it'll be completable in its 30 hour state or whatever. So we had this issue with um, was it State of Decay two? Was that was that it? What's the zombie one? The pop parkour. Yeah, State of yeah. State of yeah. yeah, the Do one you, you liked. When they yeah. released it and they had to fucking backtrack because they. Oh no no! It was Dying Light Two. Dying yeah, you're Light right. Two. Sorry, Dying. Yeah, Light. this is the thing. Dying Light Two was like, oh, it takes two hundred hours to. Do. It's like, well, it doesn't. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't. That, that's that's weird. Um, but yeah, I I just don't like get. It will be a fine length. It might be slightly longer than the first one, and you're like, yeah, okay, fine, but. People people get a bit weird about this stuff. It's like, you they do. You literally don't have to do it. Nobody's making you do it. It's not your job. You're not getting paid to do that. You can just complete maybe the game normally is. if you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe uh, it is. Yeah, actually, it is for some of these reviews and stuff. But yeah, fifty fucking hours. <laughs> yeah, fucking hours. But that's why they've given it to reviewers. Um, weeks in advance you know the embargo is up like in a couple of yeah, days yeah like, yeah and well not just that's that. so I, cool like, you don't see that i was uh i was listening to kind of funny last week and they a couple of them have got codes uh like five or six days before they were recording then so some people have had it for literally two weeks yes yeah they so, have and people have been given like and people have been giving their not impressions but they've been giving like i didn't really know how it worked with the embargo because they've been saying things not yeah. necessarily, but they've been like, I've enjoyed, I'm enjoying it, and so like they've been saying things, you know. They've been saying things, yeah. So things have been said. <laughs> things have been said. Right, let's move on to the main news, uh, which is incredibly Microsoft dominated. So nice. Eddie, Eddie, just like all ahead. our podcasts, so that's good. Grumpy Game Pass. Well, Kirk is here. Grumpy Kirk Game is here. Hey, hey, hey! Come on, fanboy. Um, all right, I'll go first. Microsoft will keep Call of Duty on Sony platforms as long as there's a PlayStation out there to ship to. Yes, we got another <laughs> news story confirming that uh, Call of Duty is going to stay in Sony. Um, but speaking to the Same Brain YouTube channel, um, Phil Spencer, or Daddy Spencer, uh, pledged Daddy to Phil. keep releasing Call of Duty games on Sony's consoles as long as there's a PlayStation to ship to. Um, so Phil sent the exact quote is, we're not taking Call of Duty from PlayStation. That's not our intent. Our intent is not to do that. And as long as there's a PlayStation out there to ship to, our intent is that we'll continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation, similar to what we've done with Minecraft since we owned that. We've expanded the places where people can play Minecraft. We haven't reduced the places. And it's been good. It's been good for the Minecraft community, in my opinion. And we want to do the same when we think where Call of Duty can go over the years. So that mm. actually sounds... I know we're all saying, yeah, they're all saying this until we get rid of it. But he is right. They've done it with Minecraft. It is, but I think it's a, I do think it's a slightly different case. They are buying something for 60 or Insane amount of money. <laughs> um, and, and also, like if you look at the words, we're not taking Call of Duty from PlayStation. No, you're not taking Call of Duty from PlayStation because you own it. So you're not taking it from them. Um, that's not our intent. It might not be your intention, but you might do it. So, I mean, in, in five years' time, I could definitely see it, this being a different story. But it, also in five years' time, I could see Call of Duty not being a big deal. Yeah, I said that, didn't I? Yeah, mm-hmm. there, there, is a, there is a world out there that it I might just, not... I, remember I Medal argue, of Honor used I, to be massive. 
I argue the toss for that. I think Call of Duty is just as big as it's ever been, to be honest with you. I had a slump a few years ago, but... Oh, it is now, yeah. You're right. They've had the revival, and it's back to where it was, so... You are right, but we're talking five years' time. Gaming moves fast. True. So Especially especially a simple game like a shooter. It literally can go tomorrow. If something else big comes out... Warzone, I don't think it would have had the resurgence. Well, you've got COVID, the thanks for that. Yeah. COVID, uh, I mean, got I think, me yeah. some tough times. No, seriously, like people. I mean, mm. it's it's a it's a it's a it's a thing. You're but right. You're right. It, it brought people together in a time where <laughs> we couldn't be together, and you know absolutely. how much fucking Warzone did we play? It came yeah, out absolutely. literally as as COVID was coming to hit, and like so, I I don't think Infinity Ward knew that it was going to be as big a hit as it was, but it obviously had this massive boost because people were stuck inside and still wanted to play with their mates and drop into Verdansk. So you know, mm. yes, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, and yeah, there, there is a lot more to play with that because mobile gaming is a huge thing as well. And that's that's a lot of that, the value in that um, deal would have come from that because you can't put all the value in just one franchise. I know that's the franchise everyone's talking about and there is a lot of value there, obviously, a lot of value. But franchises can, can go bad. Like there were years there where people weren't that interested like through the uh, the uh, like advanced warfare stuff like it wasn't as popular was it no, i mean it's just when it slumped yeah that can happen that can happen again i mean warzone is the thing if warzone 2 doesn't doesn't smash then that's a big hit right yeah i mean we'll I see yeah we'll see. we'll see all it takes is one bad game and it tarnishes a whole a whole developer well, you say yeah, that, you it, say that, but yeah. Cold War was pretty dog shit, and it was unanimously revered to as pretty dog shit, especially after Modern Warfare 2019. But they've had Warzone, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're no, saying. I know. I, know, I, get, I get yeah. that. Um, and um, what was uh, last year's one? Uh, yeah, G? Vanguard. 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 I mean that that no one talks about. That it. was yeah, because it's bad. Yeah, exactly. I I know what you mean, but because um, Call of Duty has been kept alive with with Warzone, with Warzone. yeah. Um, Okay. Shall I move yeah, on? I mean, it uh, certainly oh. helped them that Battlefield died a painful death, and that will probably be yes, another bad bonus yes. for a very long time. But 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 equally, like if if in five years or, or three years or whatever they want to poll, somebody could come back to this quote and say, "Oh, but you said, okay, I say a lot of things." <laughs> All right. What are you going to do? <laughs> so it well, doesn't um, mean anything. Speaking right. of uh, speaking of quotes, uh, mm-hmm. Phil Spencer's been saying more stuff that um, we should uh, perk our ears up to because um, apparently X- Xbox won't be able to avoid price hikes <laughs> forever. So this is reported by Eurogamer. Um, so there could be, and probably will be, price hikes coming to the Xbox line sometime after the new year uh, based on what Phil Spencer has recently said uh, when he was talking at Wall Street Journal's Tech Live. So I quote by Spencer here, "'We've held price on our console, "'we've held price on games and our subscription.'" I don't think we'll be able to do that forever. I do think at some point we'll have to raise some prices on certain things. But going into this holiday, we thought it was important to maintain the prices. So that's what he said. Mm. And I think we can all agree that this isn't really surprising. Uh, I mean, Sony recently increased the uh, PS5 across most regions. And ultimately, things are costing more due to high global infla- uh, high global inflation rates and adverse mm-hmm. currency trends is uh, another thing that Spencer had said. Um Microsoft have kept their console prices the same, as well as the Game Pass subscription has remained as well. Uh, he also it's noted cheaper, that... No, what did you say? It's getting cheaper with uh, the old 
family thing. Well, the fam- friends and family, yeah. No, that's, that's a good that, point. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Um, and uh, it's noted that customers are more economically challenged and uncertain than ever. Uh, so Spencer said that it wasn't the right time to increase <laughs> the prices, which makes sense. Ugh. They're going into the holiday period. They ain't going to fucking do that. I mean, especially off the back of um, Sony putting yeah. their price hikes up. It, it fucking looks more, bandits. But it looks more consumer friendly, doesn't it? At the end of the yeah, day, yeah, yeah, it does, it, that's yeah. what it is. Uh, the only reason they're not doing it is because people kicked off. Like that, I, yeah, I, yeah. I struggle yeah, so much. <laughs> I struggle so much with people like, oh, Microsoft is so consumer friendly. They're so consumer friendly. Hey, I saw, I saw what, what you, you put, talking about. I saw about. what you put on Twitter earlier, mate. I, exactly. Yeah. I just, oh, I can't God, understand. I can't understand the mentality. <laughs> like, it's just that. Microsoft's um, corporate strategy at the moment is like a medium to long-term game. And so this is the best way for them to be perceived to then generate long-term revenue and profitability. Yes. Sony uh, have a clusterfuck of a marketing team, it seems. (laughs) And it's all going wrong. Um, They're doing things and saying things and everyone's turning on them. And it's just not aligning. They have slightly different practices because they're in pole position that they're making slightly different moves. No company is your friend. They're Mm -hmm. not your mate. They're not looking out for your best interest. They're looking out for their best interest, which you're hoping are going to align with yours. And when they don't align with yours, they're not your mate anymore. (laughs) Then you go, oh, no, they're rubbish. All right, okay, it's just a circle. It's a cyclical thing. At the moment, Microsoft are the good guys. And I love that. That's great. How long before before PlayStation falls falls then? Because they've been market leaders for a long time. It's taken, what, 20 25 years yeah but they're so far ahead that's the issue like that so them falling is still having a significantly because like i was looking the other day so i've purchased uh, an xbox series x and it arrives tomorrow and they were very easy to come by but i just searched for ps5s just out of interest i've got one obviously but i was just out of interest and they they are in very short supply like everyone is just still buying them yeah. i mean you can get one if you want like if if you wanted one you could you could have one it's not like it was is it no, no, it's not like that. Like, and I don't get it when people are still crying about it. Like, you can get them. You just have to put in a bit of effort. I mean, we all did. Everyone, everyone who's got one, put in the effort. Um, but uh, they, but they are in short supply now. So they are very much ahead. So it's in Microsoft's interest to do these things and say these things. Now, how how many people are gonna people lambasted Sony when they put their prices up? And they're like, oh no, this, ah, oh, the the bad guys, the bad guys. Now Phil Spencer says, oh, you know what, you know, we might have to do it sometime, and he's going to wait till the end of, it might be January or something, put the price up. The only thing now, I will say on that is the transparency is there, which it wasn't with Sony. Very true. So they're learning. You're, you're, they're, they're learning from. That's, but yeah. The, yeah, they're just learning from what's going on. They have to be transparent, else they'll they'll lose their reputation as. You know, the, the people that are looking out for us, yeah. you know, and, and you know, I'm welcoming it because I love Game Pass as much as everyone else. Um, but but this whole thing of like, oh, Sony are paying for games not to be on Game Pass. Yeah, but Microsoft are paying for games to be on Game Pass. Like, you know, it's, the, yeah. these things aren't worlds apart. Like everyone, I mean, are you stupid? Everyone's keeping whoa, whoa, competition. Whoa. It's a competition. Don't call people stupid. Don't call no, <laughs> I don't. I don't understand how you can think otherwise. It's a competition. Like people are paying for things to happen. It's deals. That's just just how the world works. So, what do you think's gonna happen? The one thing I um, will say about Sony or PlayStation at least is they've got one fucking diehard fan base, 
They really do. Mm. I've never seen fans just go hell for leather when it comes to defending their platform on there. So do Microsoft, though. I, I mean, know, I, I know, I get, I get that bit, but it's, it's the, it's the whole. I, I see so much on on Twitter where people just com- say something along the lines of, "Oh, well, if you can't, you got Game Pass, because well, you can't afford real games." And you know, we're I quite happy. Know. People, 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 they do, say they that, really do. Don't believe it, like it's just yeah, but nah, but pe- oh, it's, it's, it's a fucking, a it's a different minority. world. No, it's a, it's a different world, mate. Honestly, different world. Have you not seen the fucking Nintendo fanboys then? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I talk talk to them on a weekly basis. (laughs) (laughs) People like me out there. Yeah, (laughs) fucking Mario, this, Mario, that. You guys haven't got Mario. You're not a real gamer until you played Mario Odyssey. That is true. Until until you've got all the moons in Mario Odyssey, you're not a real gamer. Yeah, I'm like that all the time. (laughs) Until you 100%ed it, yeah. That's, that's what I'm about. Fuck you, Nintendo. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, but... um. Back back to your story, then. Uh, they looks. What do you reckon? What's do you think it's going to be? Everything consoles, games, and Game Pass, or do you think they're Cons- going to? The easiest thing is going to be the games, isn't it? No, Put I was going to. Well, saying that games are already increasing to sixty, sixty five anyway. Like, so I don't think it's really going to be that. I think it's going to be the consoles first. Um, but it, I, 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 I think at least in the UK, a twenty pound increase. I think the uh, PlayStation Five was a thirty pound increase for both versions, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it's a little undercut there. Yeah, it's a little, little undercut, so it doesn't look so so but, bad. And then do, it would be Game Pass next. Game Pass would be well, the next one. So this is this is another point, I suppose, moving on to my story. But I do think um, I think games would be the easiest thing for them to just go. Yeah, well, we're putting our new first party games at seventy pounds because the majority well, a lot of people are gonna be getting them for Game Pass, so we're not gonna actually feel that high and it makes Game Pass better value. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. it just go, oh Game Pass is don't worry, you can have Game Pass. We're putting it up to seventy because that's what the global market is doing. However, Game Pass is great value. So that, that makes sense a month. to me. Get your twelve pound a month and you can Yeah, play just, all to, the just to do that. That 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 makes yeah. that makes a lot of stories the first point of call. And I I think they're enjoying. So I'll move on to my story because I think this is links onto the the game passing. I did say it was a Microsoft heavy news week, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So my uh, the first one, uh, yeah. What is it? Let me show you. Uh, game Pass is profitable. That's the that's the main story headline. <laughs> um, so Phil Spencer said Game Pass is profitable, but it missed its growth target for the second year in a row. Okay, so yeah. Microsoft targeted a seventy three percent growth rate in game pass to its year that ended in the 30 30th of june 2022 uh, but it actually hit a growth rate of 28 percent, which is quite a material kind of difference um interestingly pc game pass subscriptions did increase by 159 percent, so that is good year on year nice. hardware only went up nine uh, only went up 13 percent though even though the series x has been a lot more available so i think that would have probably been below expectations as well but <clears throat> um the main thing here is that that Microsoft missed its its growth target. Yeah, again for the second year in a row. Um, that kind of led on to the question about Game Pass's profitability. Yeah. So Phil Spencer has said that Game Pass is supposedly profitable. He did do this in like kind of a passing comment though, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he said that despite the declining growth, uh, declining growth um, and mainly because at some point you've reached everyone on console that wants to su- subscribe. So. He's given a reason for the declining growth there. Um, but as an accountant by trade, um, I'd, be, I'd be asking 
kind of what he means by profitability and you can't this is why you can't really go into it because you know you can you can you can you can it's it's you can manipulate those numbers not manipulate but you can you can selectively choose those numbers um but i'm assuming he's talking about a gross profit level um i'm not sure whether this would automatically mean that it's long-term sustainable but what you would think though is that and this is why i think they may not increase the game pass price straight away because revenue is going to be increasing with game pass anyway like think of your subscription kirk which is lapsing yeah you're going to be re-subscribing under the current kind of cost anyway aren't they aren't yeah they? yeah that's true i'm gonna to have to um i mean i don't think <clears throat> i haven't looked into it yet but um unless there is a, another deal that i can benefit from then i am gonna to have to pay, pay the normal price which uh if, yeah. for, what, what's ultimate now is it 20 18 20 yeah. about i thought it was like 10.99 uh, yeah i think no. i'm like 13 i think i am yeah yeah i've got okay. ultimate yeah I, your 13 makes sense i don't even know what it is um, no, sorry. I think normal Game Pass is about eight, eight pounds, isn't it? Eight, nine pounds, probably. And then, yeah, if it was twenty yeah. quid, Kirk, I think that would be mental. Yeah, no, no. I don't know why I thought twenty quid. That's like the Family Pass, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's probably where. Oh, I was it going is because it. it's four people, five quid each, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Family Pass is yeah. Yeah, I think it's like it's between ten and thirteen pounds. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. just give that level. Okay, but what I mean by that is <laughs> their, their revenue, even if they didn't get any more subscriptions. It's going to go up, isn't it? Because a lot of people have these one-pound deals, these three-pound deals, these whatever deals. I mean, how much do you pay for Game Pass now? Me? Yeah. Uh, it worked out at £3.33 a month. It's fucking amazing, isn't it? For Ultimate as well. Yeah, that's it's amazing. So insane. So their revenue is going to increase. Um, now, I'm sure that Microsoft do have an incredible handle on these things. So they do they do obviously, obviously know. But their forecasting was fucking off, wasn't it? Like... Um, yeah. Game Pass, they've said, accounts for 15% of Xbox's overall revenue, um, and they have 25, over 25 million Game Pass subscribers. So that was the, that was the, the most the, recent um, figure that they gave as well. That was earlier this year. Um, they haven't, they didn't. Um, I think the woman that was interviewing Spencer asked, "What's the current amount?" And he said he can't say at the moment. Yeah, just over. We just know it's over 25. So yeah, it could so, be. So this it is, could be twenty-seven. It could be thirty-seven at this point. Yeah, probably not. Given that um, the year-on-year year was only twenty-eight percent. So yeah, um, <laughs> doing doing that kind of maths, working it back off of twenty-five million, it would expect that they would have expected it to be around the thirty-four million Game Pass subs mark um, at this point. So rising from twenty. Um, but that isn't the case, is it? And it's probably just north of 25. So um, maybe they thought it'd be about... PC Gamecast would skew that. So let's give them the benefit of that and say maybe they thought it'd be about 32 and they've hit 25. You know, they, their forecasting is fucking off. Yeah. And this is what makes you think like, well, we talk about profitability and things like that. If Game Pass, we don't know the financials, obviously, but let's say Game Pass was going towards a profitable state to be that far off. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? It's pretty. It's, uh, mm. But long may it continue because it's a fucking great deal. <laughs> but uh, um, ten ninety nine a month, by the way, yeah. full price for ultimate. Oh, there okay. we go. There we go. Yeah, I knew yeah. I was. Oh, I was, I was nearly Love nearly it. on the money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that is that uh, all our news. Uh, that ends the Microsoft news section. 
<laughs> is that what do the we, new set is going to be now? Do we have a Sony and <laughs> Nintendo one? Uh, we don't. We don't actually. I didn't didn't do anything towards that. But, uh, fuck yeah. those guys. <laughs> so there we go. I did say to you, Kirk, earlier. I went. I'm not sure whether I've got all the big news for the week. And you went, yeah, probably. probably no, no, I don't think nothing. Nothing major has happened this month. Uh, this week, sorry. Yeah. So yeah, good. Okay. Well, at least you think that as well. I do. So yeah. if we've missed anything, then you can blame both me and Kirk. But not me. Okay. But mainly Ben. <laughs> not not Eddie, because Eddie looks at this like an hour before the podcast. Yep. Um, to prep. So that is if me. that. Yeah. If that. Well, and you then, guys yeah. are doing your little research, your little reading. I'm playing games. That's yeah. It's not. It's not like fucking Swanny Swanson over here just waddles in. <laughs> Eddie's not going to re- like message at ten to six, uh, ten to seven, and go, "Oh my god, you, d- you missed this story." I know you That's two do. I, I see my fucking phone lighting up while I'm trying to hammer out my eighth game of the evening, and it's fucking. Have you seen that Daddy Spencer's done this? Trying, oh, trying to get that football manager in before it goes off Game Pass. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Kirk and I busy there just talking about games and shit, and Eddie's out there playing them. So there we go. Anyway, that's why Eddie's doing the new releases now. There you go. And for your okay. record, I'm on this bloody prep for two hours before, looking at all these fucking games. So uh... two two hours to do the prep for this section. Jesus, no, about about an hour and a half. Yeah, not for this an section, hour... for the whole podcast. Okay, so right now, fair. I have a tab on every single one of these games. Uh, I have a tab on every single one of the games in our feature. Um, obviously, I went through all my uh, stuff with what we've been playing. I played the game again for another five minutes to refresh my stuff. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you what, story. that's. That's very good because is... for your contribution, no one would expect that level of research. Yeah, also, and it really I upsets feel... me when I go like, oh, what do you think of this game? And like Pete goes like, oh, I didn't even look at it. Great. Absolutely great. <laughs> Love it. I just tried to insult you there. You didn't even acknowledge it. I know. It just, he just bounces off him like a rhino, doesn't he? I know. It just, it just yeah, it just... <laughs> Sorry, thick skin. <laughs> Sorry. I it's thick skin. Do rhinos <laughs> bounce off me, or is that yeah. I'm skin, a rhino? No. Fit skin, fit skin. Have you not? Oh, right. I didn't. I didn't know where the insult was going there, but actually, it was okay. <laughs> to be fair, I was thinking rhinos are good animal good to be com- yeah. compared to. Yeah. So thank you, Kirk. You could have gone yeah. with elephant. They also have uh, thick skin, and it's more characteristic towards my size. So Hippopotamus. they've also got a great turn of pace, and you've actually got a great turn of pace. There as well, you go. <laughs> There you go. What do you want? Welcome to the animal kingdom. (laughs) Right. New releases. Let's start with The Chant coming out on PC, PlayStations, and Xboxes. Only next gen, though. Um, Well, I don't know that. Pete's copy and pasted that, so let's Supposedly. Yeah, you heard it first. (laughs) November 3rd. A single-player, third-person horror action adventure game set on a remote spiritual island retreat. To survive, you must craft, fight, and escape the psychedelic horrors set loose when a spiritual ritual goes wrong and awakens a dimension of cosmic terror. Um, yeah, so it's like a, a survival game, uh, but it's got a story. Um, visuals look okay. Um, you have spiritual weapons and abilities, which kind of gives it that edge, because let's be honest, this uh, category is fucking jam-packed. Yeah. Um, it looks very similar to The Forest, uh, which I know is a good game. So, uh, what do you think? Do you think it looked all right? I thought it looked really good, actually. Oh, I watched okay. several videos on this game, actually. Um, yeah, it kind of caught me off guard. It's a shame, because one... I think you've made a bang-on point there, where it's like, this is quite a hectic category, isn't it? Mm. Um, there are a lot of games out there, but this does have a bit of a, a twist with the kind of, like, 
horror kind of thing going on but it is it is looks like a survival game and yeah i i I genuinely think that this is like an under the radar game i think this could review very well but i just don't think it's going to be widely seen you know i mean it looks good um and we know that i like a horror game it's uh interesting uh mechanics with the spiritual weaponry that you mentioned i can't help but look i'm just looking at the um some of the uh screenshots now and i can't help but think that there's it's like the the it just something reminds me of um star wars for some reason there's like this lightsaber looking <laughs> image what? that i'm looking at and i'm like okay i mean i know it's nothing to do with it it's just something that is relevant in my head and doesn't mean yeah. shit at all i think it, it does it's one of those games that um it very much looks like a pc game yes it does um, yeah yeah. It looks like a PC, and how I saw it move and stuff looks like PC as well. They haven't focused on like the graphical side. I mean, it looks fine, um, but I think it is a, a gameplay-wise. I think this is a gameplay-focused game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's published as well by uh, the same people that did uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance, um, Outward, King's Bounty, Iron Harvest, Pathfinder games. So you know they they got a good backer. Well, they don't miss. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, okay. I, I mean, I didn't read out the ones you didn't know, Ben. So <laughs> they don't miss. <laughs> they don't miss. Except all the ones they miss. But <laughs> just like Devolver Digital, they don't miss on there. You're just like Devolver. <laughs> just like Devolver. Trek to Yomi. Um, right, next game. <laughs> they didn't Dark... do that, did they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who did Trek to Yomi? It wasn't Devolver, was it? I'll, no, find, I'll find out. Ca- you oh, carry no, we on. Did look, we, yeah, we looked this up, didn't we? I'm sure. It, anyway. I know it's a developer that you always say. You always say, "Oh, they never miss." Go on, Kurt. Was that an impression? It was. was, that it was, impression? That was. There you oh, go. They never miss. Fuck, Ben. Come on, you're the knowledge guy. You can't let me be not more knowledgeable than you on games. Yeah, I think we actually had this discussion oh, last week because I said, geez. or two weeks ago or something, because I said Devolver never miss. Then mm. you said Trek to Yomi and Thank then we you. agreed that obviously <laughs> Trek to Yomi is a horrendous game so they did miss on that occasion oh, horrendous dude. game I'm going to play game 10. of the year so 5 out of 10 um, <laughs> Die by the Blade coming out of PC Playstations Xboxes on November 3rd vanquish your foes with a single strike in 1v1 weapons fighter Die by the Blade weapons fighter Okay, I'm glad they had to clarify that. Um, dive into a samurai punk. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. Pete will be livid if he is that. Um, <laughs> dive into a samurai be punk spin- world. spinning in his grave. Very good. Wield a range of traditional Japanese weapons. There you go, Ben. To determine your moveset. Dodge and parry your opponent's blows with lightning speed and master the art of one-hit kills. Um, this is... I, I included this one. I'll be honest with you. This is a jam-packed week. I like they all have been, but I'm going to do a little new thing. I'm just going to cut out the blurbs of the shitty-looking ones and just tell you when it comes out. Just so, you know, keep you informed. That's what we do here at Grumpy Games. Yeah, that's um, but this game is, to me, just looks like another little shitty fighting game, but I know that that is a lot of people's favourite kind of game. So, uh, do you guys think this is special? Graphically, it looks nice. Graphically, it looks nice. I don't, I don't like the aesthetic of it. To be honest with you, mm. don't like good graphics. No, it's not that. It's the, it's the style. It's the style. I mean, why? It's, it's samurai punk. I'll have you. Yeah, know. why are you, why are you mixing yeah. cyberpunk with <laughs> Tractor Yomi? I don't understand. Like, do we need that? Mm. It is that. You are correct. Yeah, I know. It's exactly that. 
Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. None of us are interested, so no. maybe we move on. But no. yeah, if you are, then it comes out on 3rd November. Yeah. Um, the Entropy Center coming out on PC, PlayStation's, Xboxes, November 3rd. Once again, good, good day. Uh, think in reverse, outsmart the impossible. A mind-bending first-person adventure where you solve ingenious and complex puzzles by rewinding objects through time. Uh, this game is giving me huge portal vibes uh, to the visuals, to the puzzles and whatnot. Um, but on this one, you kind of move objects with your gun. I know that sounds very simplistic, but let's be honest, Portal is simplistic and it's one of the best games of all time, according to Steam. Um, there's a free demo. Do you guys think this could be interesting? You're right with the Portal vibes. Definitely. Right yeah. with the portal. I thought exactly the same. Um, got blue and to- blue and orange. Uh, lines, doesn't it? Yeah. Like that's the color scheme of Portal with the. Um... That's what they've gone for. Yeah, it looks um, way too big brain for me. <laughs> too much thinking for you. Yeah, can <laughs> you yeah. just move objects around? <laughs> too too big brain. <laughs> to be, I mean, to be to be fair, Portal does require a bit of a big brain, especially in the latter <laughs> levels. But yeah. you know, I mean, I'm not a puzzle guy. I I loved Portal, but there was some there was a charm to Portal. I don't think this has that charm. It doesn't have the same charm, does it? No. You're right. So. It lacks something. Charm. Charm. Yep. Yeah. Lacks charm. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Big two big, big brain of a game for you. I've got another yep. game in here somewhere. I can't find it, which is going to be up your street, Ben. Get ready for it. Um, next one, From Space, coming out on PC and Switch, November 3rd. Um, From Space is a solo and co-op action shooter for squads of up to four players. Take on the challenge of liberating the Earth from an alien infestation with your friends, using over-the-top weaponry in a post-apocalyptic world with awesomely stylized graphics. The apocalypse has never been so much fun. Don't think you'll ever hear that sentence again. Um, <laughs> twin stick shooter multiplayer game. What do you call a twin stick shooter if it's on PC? Uh, don't know. Twin key shooter. <laughs> is that? Is that? That's what they've called it. No, 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 no. no, no. I made that up. <laughs> oh right, okay. It's a good, good question, but doesn't need answering. But yeah, it's a good question. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I always feel stupid saying Twin Six Shooter, because, like, especially when it's only... I mean, this is Switch, but when it's only PC, it's not a Twin Six Shooter. Well, you play the, play the controller, can't you? Maybe, yeah. If that's controller yeah. support, yeah. Yep. There you go. Um, it's got good visuals. Uh, it's almost like a, like a cartoon ascent. Um, mm. It looks a bit boring, yeah. though. Um, it's one of those games that I think will be really boring, unless you play with mates. And then it could be fun. Couldn't believe that. I, mean, I looked down. I had a smile on my face as I was looking at this game. I thought, ah, oh, that looks, that looks pretty good. And then I saw, looks boring. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Does look. Does Especially look when there's awesomely stylized graphics. Hmm. <laughs> it's quoted in the blurb. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Free, free demo though. Next. Free demo. Eddie. Next. Come on. <laughs> Let's, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. All right. How to Say Goodbye, coming out on PC November 3rd. Uh, this is like a, a narrative puzzle game inspired by picture books. It looks very simple. That's one for you, Ben. Very simple-minded brain kind of Yeah, game. small brain. Small brain, yeah. There's a free demo as well, Ben. So, oh, perfect for the small brainers. 
There Good. There you go. Good. Um, moving on, King's Hunt PC, November 3rd. This is a third-person tactical arena brawler set in a dark fantasy world. Um, yeah, it's like a, a 5v5 kind of big battle. You all beat each other up. Weapon. You, you know what I thought? When, when I looked at this game, I thought this could be one that actually reviews really well, but it would just fly under loads of people's radar, but might have a nice cult following because I thought it looked like it could be uh, a good game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It, it's got lots of little quirky things in it. So, and some of the visuals actually, actually look quite good. But, you it know. Looked, um, quite, it looked quite, la- I know it's on PC, but it looked quite last gen console, didn't it? Yeah. And I do yeah. feel like with, with all these kind of games, you really do feel like there's just a roll of the dice. Like some of yes. them, for some reason, just catch people's eye and everyone plays it. Mm. Um, yeah. Agreed. Difficult. All right, next one. Um,. Outshine. Now, this is an interesting one. Coming out on PC, November 3rd. It's a tactical typing game. All right? If you didn't know what that means, you literally... So, you're a person, and you're running along, and to change, like, lanes and stuff, or to jump or whatever, you have to type the word that's coming at you. Um... (laughs) The okay. visuals, the visuals actually look. It's funny because describing that, you think this is going to be a real crappy looking game. It looks great. Like the visuals are fantastic. So you got to be a good touch typer for this, then, otherwise you're fucked. That's it. It's all on that. <laughs> Jesus, that's God. a very strange concept for a game. I mean, it's definitely it's niche, niche, isn't it? But yeah, it's, it's niche. It's niche. <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's never coming to console either. So it could never come li- to console. Really limited, really <laughs> limited the audience there. Hey, there's there's a few like one or two people out there who's really like their job is on typing, and they're also gamers, and they're looking at this and they're going, and they're fucking finally a game for me, finally, <laughs> <laughs> fucking buzzing for this game outshine. I've been waiting my yeah. whole life for. Oh, oh I mean, it looks so good. It looks so good that Eddie didn't even read the blurb. So yeah, move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Probably a big one for some people. WRC Generations coming out on PC, PlayStations, and Xbox. Uh, November 3rd, again. Rise to all the challenges of the most comprehensive, realistic, and demanding rally simulation ever developed. Dive into the heart of the action and drive the cars. They could have put drive to the heart and drive. No, that would have been better. Uh, from the 2022 WRC Championship, including the new hybrid models. Um, I looked it up because I didn't want to sound stupid. They put WRC Championship. That's Kirk, you like your racing games. What does WRC stand for? World Rally. And I've got it in the dock if you don't know. <laughs> World Rally Championship. Yeah. So why have they said Championship? Championship. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like RP, it's, it's like RPG games all over again, isn't it? <laughs> that oh, is mate. that is a funny fucking oh. name. Oh well, uh, hey ho. Um, yeah, so it's got even more realistic view, uh, vehicle physics. Um, it's got a leagues mode in which you can challenge other players. Um, it's got and this really interested me. It's got in-game team creation and management. Now I can't find the information about that, and it does upset me that it's literally the last thing they put in a bullet point. So. It's probably like a side note to the game, but it's a rally mm. game. I like my rally games. Kirk, you, you're the roomy roomy guy. Yeah, you do, do this like all the time. This, I mean, this 
It's the only reason why you're here, Kirk. We only you're got you that in because we have. Well. well, we oh, had someone. Reason. Yeah, we, we said roomy roomy. We got a lot of complaints. Someone I mean, emailed Eddie, in. What did you say last week? I mean, what did you, What did you say, Eddie, in the last week? The unpopular opinions you called them. Yeah, you called like us mashed potato. To do mashed potato, and me and John <laughs> didn't like that at all. Do you like mashed potato, Kirk? Not particularly. It's a bit like you know baby Bland. food, isn't it? <laughs> He's had to say no. He's had to say no. He's, He's actually lo- he loves it. He's, He's eating it right now. <laughs> Cheesy mashed potato is the best thing in the world. Bit of gravy on there. Go on. No. Uh, so, <laughs> so um, do you know what? I I just I fell off of rally games a long time ago. A long, long time ago. I used to love Colin McRae. That's oh back. yeah, that's the one I, I used played, to love. Yeah. Those games Those series, were yeah. fantastic, but. I just I just don't have the appeal for rally anymore. Um, I mean, sure, this looks nice, and I mean, the blurb says the same fucking thing that every new game that of its kind Absolutely. comes out. Like it's got the latest like latest mechanics, like the new f- realistic physics. Like I remember back Always in the day say when that realistic yeah, Gran- physics, Gran Turismo yeah. on the PS One, the best ra- the best racing simulator in the world with realistic physics. Like you go and play it now, it's like no, it's not. Like I got really today. pissed off when. Um, that you know, what's that um, racing game? Gran Turismo, wasn't it? Gr- t- sorry, Turismo. Turismo. And we spent half an hour watching that thing, and they were banging on about realistic physics. And they mm. don't even have damage, do they, Ben? No, they don't have damage. No. Realistic physics, and you can slam your car in the back of theirs. And yep. yeah, fucking hell. Everything yes, and it doesn't look anywhere near like they were saying it does. But Kirk, you two things on what you just said there. So you draw the line <laughs> at racing games when it's on mud? Is that, is uh, that the... No, no. Rally. I just don't like... I, I've never found the appeal with Rally. The same as F1. I don't like F1. So, but I like, I like, I like closed-circuit racing. You like Vroomy... Right, okay. Um, it's cool. I'm Do you like... Okay, um, I like, I like first-person shooters. Does that mean I have to like Overwatch? Does it mean yeah. I have to like... Does it? It means yeah. that you prob- probably do, yeah. No, I don't think it does. Um, don't put anyway, me in a box. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let me out of the box. Um, and, and secondly, you criticise this blurb. You're going to be... When Forza Motorsport comes out and has the identical blurb, you're going to be fucking frothing at the mouth I, over this. I will be just in my like, pants. Oh. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Oh, like, God, it got oh, worse. Come on whilst now. I, whilst I'm eating mashed potato. So Children listen to this. Jesus they Christ. They definitely Christ. do not. They shouldn't. If they there are should any children not. out here, <laughs> fucking turn this off now. Go to bed, Stop. you little shits. Wow, okay. Christ Almighty! Ooh. I know you haven't been on for a while, Kurt, but you know what? It's pipe, oh, calm it. it down, yeah. Pump the brakes. Right, Very Eddie, good. Can you take the brakes. Pump the brakes. Yeah, me. Yeah. TK TK Max is back. Oh, I <laughs> tell back. you what, we need to tell our listeners this. Kirk oh, has ended up. his um. His Activision boycott. Activision <laughs> boycott. Officially. Spoilers. And he he'd, ended it, he'd ended it a year ago when Spoilers. he when he went a month after saying that he's boycotting. Oh, then started, no, it was it was not a month. Crash no, it was it no Spyro, wasn't it? Kind of was it Spyro? And then he got the crash? new crash, and and now he's bought the new COD, and and now he's like, oh, I'm back in Warzone, I'm back, baby. Yeah, yeah. he's back in the Warzone squad. Fuck, the, fuck yeah. the boycott. The boycott doesn't even mean anything. Hey, all this hey, kind of it's stuff. All, it's almost. <laughs> I remember him saying that. It's almost owned. By Microsoft, okay? You know, the light's at the end of the tunnel. Okay? The boycott is gone. I want to play Warzone. Daddy Phil is going to turn it over overnight. It's going to... Yeah. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. It's going to be perfect. So, yeah, the boycott is over and Kirk is coming back to Warzone, aren't you? And playing Modern Warfare 2. And playing Modern Warfare 2, yeah. Spoiling So, So we can look forward to some nice toxic... 
teammate. Oh, yeah. The reason chat. why we called the Tartlesses TK Maxx is because Kirk sometimes, well, sometimes, very often is quite aggressive on the old Warzone <laughs> chat. Okay. To, thank his you, teammates, thank yeah. thank to his teammates. To his friends. Hey, go fuck yourself, all right? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> ben doesn't even play, <laughs> so I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> We 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 have a lovely time. We 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 have a lovely time playing Big every each night. Other and, up. Uh, we have friendly chats. Yeah, we're, it's you know. it's absolutely wonderful, and I'm expecting that in, that atmosphere to change. I entirely. can't okay. wait. I cannot wait to join that that fucking group and then just literally rip it into Jack straight away. Haven't, oh, haven't spoken to him for months. Wait. Fuck you, Jack. And then, and then, what we'll get is oh, on our right. chat on the on the WhatsApp or the Signal. It'll just be uh, Kirk has been removed from the group. <laughs> and quite rightly, no uh, Oh, it's just happened. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right. right uh, move us on. Move us on. Next game. Uh, correct me if I'm saying this wrong. A Turner. A Turner. Do you reckon? A Turner. I say A Turner. Noctis. I'm going to say that. Um, coming out on Switch November 4th. It did come out on all consoles uh, December 2021. Um, it's a dark and demanding Metroidvania. Um, it's got very positive reviews on Steam. It's got really cool visuals. Um, I've said Ben and Pete. Pete's not fucking here. Um, so, Ben, do you think this could be something you get on Switch? It looks uh, quite good. It lo- lo- looks really cool. Switch looks like a good home for it, and yes, it's a Metroidvania. So, yeah, if people are interested in Metroidvanias, then this looks like it could be a really good one. Because, yeah, it looks like a good Switch game, and it's not it on Switch, and it's already got good reviews. So, yeah, I think this yeah. could be a lovely little one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Next one, Harvestella, um, coming out on PC Switch November 4th. Harvestella, an all-new life simulation RPG from Square Enix. Lead a life of self-sufficiency with your vibrant house as a base and cooperate with allies to overcome various threats. Um, This is quite a big one of the week. Um, It's JRPG kind of look, as in the characters look that way, I would should say. Visuals look really good. You've got, like, different areas that look really nice. Um... I really like the look of it. I'm always going to say that because I like my little, you know, where you have a house and you have your farm and you and you can, uh, you know, get your ingredients and make different things. So you go off and kill people and makes you get better stats and all that nonsense in pretty much every game. But I love it and I think this looks going looks like it's going to be great. I was really looking forward to this uh, this game. It's an action farming sim, like it's an action kind of <laughs> RPG. Uh, farming sim and but there is a demo out at the moment uh i've heard it starts pretty slow so but yeah. um but i do actually think of all the farming swims uh, sims coming out to the switch of which there are twenty five thousand. um <laughs> this one might stick out from the crowd um you know what really does upset me i mean i've got it on my wish list but it's it's 50 quid yeah Ooh, mm. monstrous for a farming Monstrous. like sim slash RPG, it's that that's quite a lot. I'm looking forward to reviews though. I'm looking forward to reviews on this. Really am. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's okay, a square well, Enix game. <laughs> no, you didn't so, sound particularly looking forward to it. Anyway, well fifty quid. Like <laughs> yeah. I I can look forward to it, but I'll be looking forward to it for two years until it comes down in price. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, Alright, next one. This one's for Kirk. It Takes Two is coming out on Switch on November 4th. Um, I think I think it must have been Pete that's but still looks rubbish. Um, <laughs> Kirk, you loved it. You called it your game of the year. Uh, so did many, many people. Um, yeah. I thought it was quite good of a game. I, I, I do have a question about this before mm-hmm. we go on to what you think. It's, 
How would it work then on Switch? Like, because you've no got your controller, idea, like, yeah, and you it's... put it on the TV, right? But then you'll need to get another Switch controller. Is that right? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got twenty five thousand Joy Cons and Pro controllers and all that kind of stuff. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so just, you can just, just buy other Pro and plug it in yeah, so that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just Bluetooth. You know, it's not it's not oh, from the nineties. You know, so you just be able to right. use one. It'll be one control, one Joy Con per player, wouldn't it? For that. Uh, well, oh, actually, no, no. Joy-Cons. How would that? Yeah, yeah two jo- two Joy Cons because you two need sets of Joy-Cons, yeah, you need like, more. two controllers, just two, two controllers. But also, I just don't, I don't see why this is coming to Switch. To be honest, I really don't. Oh, like, not only that, why is? I mean, playing a game like that on a small so screen much. is not ideal. Yeah, or over two switches, or like I, I just don't, I don't get it. Like, and if you're going to play it, you've probably played it somewhere else. Like, Game Pass. If if you haven't played it on Game Pass or whatever, then you're probably just not going to play it. And it looks like shit on the Switch. It's just like uh, <laughs> Switch needs a revision. Hang on, like, if you just you get these new these new games are coming out on the Switch now native, and they just look like thirty frames per second. So yeah, if that, ooh, and ooh. Uh, it'll just it'll just look like mud. It's got the Switch kind of grease effect. The the Vaseline, Vaseline, Vaseline like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like nice. come on now. Like it used to be when these games would come on the Switch. I'd be like, wow, that's cool, yes. It's like Seafood's coming on the Switch as well. It's like, oh, God, that looks like dog shit as well. Like, <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, I don't know, like, the new Switch revision just, it seems like it needs to happen because this Switch is really being put for its paces now and I don't know. It just, I, yeah. It, this is just evidence again that we need need something new now. Yeah, I think I agree. Cool. Nice. Um, Soulstone Survivors coming out on PC November 7th. Uh, face the Lords of the Void and their endless minions. Collect their soulstones and become a god. In this action roguelite, unveil secret spells, craft mighty weapons, unlock multiple characters, discover game-breaking synergies, and conquer the power of the void. Um, says it all in the blurb, really. Um, it's top-down view. The visuals are dark, yet kind of just simple really um you've got things like there's a blacksmith uh you can add runes to stuff you've got a skill tree um yeah and it just well, looks okay it's it, it's quite hades uh yeah. slash curse of, curse of the dead gods kind of vibes to it so yeah it's another one of those we had one like last week with the the necromancer game um yeah, yeah they're coming thick and fast aren't they yeah so mm. another one of those cool kirk any thoughts no. Lovely. Um, a Little to the Left, coming out on PC, November 8th. This is... Um, ben, this game's for you, mate. I'm uh, just going to... Small I'm mind. Gonna... I thought you were going to cut this. But... Small no, mind. No, no, no. No, because we need a small mind game. Small you know, brain. Ben? Small brain. For, small for brain. small-brained people. Um, yes. This is a cosy <laughs> puzzle game that has you sort, stack, and organize household items into pleasing arrangements. Pleasing arrangements. Pleasing arrangements. <laughs> right. To our listeners, you literally organize stuff. You, like, put, like, like crayons in the right order. Glasses in the cupboard. Yeah, yeah. glasses in oh, the cupboard. Oh, shit. And, and the worst thing is it has the simplest of graphics. It's not yeah. like one of those, you know, simple games like a construction manager where the graphics are fucking amazing. Simplest graphics. Um, you know what? <laughs> Even the fact that there's a free demo made me go, isn't that a really bad decision? Yes, don't have a free demo. <laughs> don't don't have put a, free... a demo if, out on this. If your whole Make game... Make someone pay up front. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> it, it's going to be... Ugh. Unless... Make someone go through the effort of having to get a Steam refund. <laughs> Unless they have such confidence in the game that they need that demo out there just to hook people. Or they don't want to be dealing with a refund. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> come on. <It's... laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> All right. Fuck you then, Ben. And that one was just for you. All right, we'll move on to a smaller game. Football Manager 2023. Coming out on PC, PlayStations, Xboxes, and Switch. November 8th. And it's coming out on Game Pass. Upgrade your managerial game with new levels of authenticity and immersion in FM23. Your journey towards footballing glory awaits. Supporter confidence system. There's a few other things that I've noticed that it has. Um, overhaul your opponent's decision-making has made them smarter. Uh, there's a brand new dynamic manager timeline, which sounds exactly what I kind of want. That that means like you get to look back at your achievements in a weird kind of timeline thing. Um, there's the big European nights with like um, European Champions League, the Europa League. Um, ben, you've actually bought this, have you not? I have, and I'll talk about it in a minute, yeah. Look. Yeah. There you go. go. So, that's all I'm going to say on it. Ben, I will say quickly, is is there women in it? No. I don't know why. why, Was it FIFA? I think I might have been getting confused with FIFA. FIFA's going to have it. Right, okay. Yes. Correct. Right, moving on to the big one, because that was pretty big. The big one. But this one's bigger. The big one. All right, Ben's clearly excited. He's gotten louder. Here we go. (laughs) Sonic Frontiers coming out on PC, PlayStation, Xboxes, and Switch November 8th. Worlds are colliding in Sonic the Hedgehog's newest high-speed adventure. In search of the missing Chaos Emeralds, Sonic becomes stranded on an ancient island, teeming with unusual creatures. Battle hordes of powerful enemies as you explore a breathtaking world of action, adventure, and mystery. Accelerate to new heights and experience the thrill of high-velocity, open-zone platforming freedom as you race across the five massive Starfall Islands. Jump into adventure, wield the power of the ancients, and fight to stop these new mysterious foes. Boom. What a, what a good blurb you read out there. Oh, lovely, I had to. Lovely it's, work, it's, Eddie. It's going to be a, it's, it's, it's a big game. It's a big, big game. It's a big game. game. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, all right. We're, we're saying some big comments already. Um, yeah, so there's open zone areas of the Starfall Islands. Uh, the visuals look amazing. We have seen a shit ton, and we've talked about it a shit ton. Um, I think I think we're all excited. I think Ben's more excited because he's going to get it on day one, aren't you? I am absolutely pre-order and everything. <laughs> pre-order, Ooh. Yeah, of course, of course, that's of even course. better. It's a, you know, it's it's a big game. It's potential game of the year candidate so yeah it's a it's the big game of the month i'm gonna be honest with you i've i've kind of like stayed under the radar with this because i've seen a lot of people talk about it obviously remember when it first was shown it was a bit ropey wasn't it and then Mm, uh, you had various um people that were previewing it that were uh what was what's the word um complimentary assured no assured that they that the game was going to be tidied up (laughs) um I, I missed what you said because I was talking whilst you said it, but okay. This no, is, no, 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 okay. no, not laughing at you, just... Okay, all right. Um, so, but I've seen some of the, the later previews um, of what people kind of think, and it looks like it could be really fun. Like, now, whether yeah. that means I want to right. dive into it is Definitely. something else, because I hold a special place with Sonic 
side-scrolling in my heart, and I just don't know how I feel about a 3D Sonic. And we've been burned a lot by 3D Sonics in the past. So okay, this is a new this is new era. You yeah. hold a candle for Sonic. Yeah. Just yeah. Okay. how about you? You jump in with me. Yeah, Two I'm not feet. gonna probably not gonna do that just yet. Um, but Two oh, feet, baby. Nah, the water's cold, mate. Get, nice. Whoa, no, it's not. It's lukewarm. No, lukewarm at worst. Well, that doesn't sound appealing. <laughs> at worst, Eddie. At worst. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'll see. I'll, I'll get your uh, professional review next week and uh, base it off of that. Uh, actually, it comes out on Tuesday, I think. Yeah, it's the 8th of November. Oh, so okay, so it'll be a week after. Probably then. not going to have it next week. It's probably going to be the week after. But, okay. Lordy, I'm going to be playing a lot of that game. <laughs> a lot of that game. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Cool. Okay. Um, okay. I've got pick of the week, haven't I? Um, how can I say this? How can I choose this? It's got to be Sonic. I mean, Oh, wow. Yes, of yeah. course it is because it's potential game of the year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, For the masses, it's got to be Sonic. Yeah. Even though last I mean, I week don't know you who... you did say that you weren't going to pick the obvious one, which was Modern Warfare Two, because it was the big one. Yeah, but For the Sonic. Sonic for me, even though I'm not going to get it, it, it holds such a special place in my heart because I I think genuinely it might have been one of the very first games I played. So yeah, and I did enjoy them back in the day. So I'm I'm going to choose it for that reason. Okay, I celebrate you, Eddie, the God mm. of War killer. <laughs> right, mm. good. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, right, so we've just been talking about Foot Manager, so it makes sense for what we've been playing. That yeah. I'll just dive into Foot Manager to to start with. Um, yeah, it's, it's Football Manager. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like all those things that you read out, Eddie. Like, yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure they're there. Um, but, uh, them, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. For those who don't know Footmagin, I think that's probably more for the American listeners. Maybe um, Football Manager is just a management sim game uh, where you take over a football club and um, manage the team. But you are a manager, so you can move to other clubs and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's you manage your own career from from day one. So that it's uh, and it's a long running franchise. It's I think it's the best selling PC franchise. That we have over here, I think. Um, Probably. And, th- and there's about 25 years odd. Or every year they make a release and about 25 years old in various forms. So Championship Manager through to Football Manager. So oh, it's yeah. it's an absolute veteran uh, of PC gaming over here. And, you know, I get everyone. Eddie, I know you usually get them and you, you yeah. put in thousands of hours and all that kind of stuff. Um, um, unfortunately, Football Manager is actually my most played game of all time. Yes, uh, yeah. I so, same, on, actually on two thousand and twenty, uh, two thousand twenty, I have played it two thousand one hundred and seventy hours. While RimWorld, yes. I've only played two thousand sixty four hours. So there you go, there you go, Football manager baby. Um, yeah. and it and it is what it is, and it, it's very similar to the last game. Um, I don't really notice many of the changes at all from last year, and I'm hoping that when you play Eddie, you will be like, oh, there's this and there's that and there the mm. other. To to me, it's very very similar like unbelievably similar the only difference really for me is the champions league and the europa league branding a lovely little immersion bit it plays the music you've got a nice little you know draw of the teams and all this kind of stuff it's what we've been talking about for years we've had this conversation me and you for for years about what could they do to just put that immersion just that little bit more and that's exactly what this does and you know if you like football manager or you haven't played it for years and you want to have a re-entry point, this is absolutely the re-entry point. And it comes out on Game Pass. Um, or you can buy it 
early and start playing early now um, in in its beta form, which will basically be the final version. Um, so obviously I'd highly recommend it because it is Football Manager, but um, yeah, it, it's more of the same and the same is pretty good. Um, you said uh, during the week, Ben, because the, the, the funny thing is I don't see a lot of these new mechanics each time. I know that it took me ages to find one of the new mechanics on the last um, foot manager, because yeah. I start off unemployed and I work my way up. So it takes me yeah. probably, in real life, it probably takes me over three months to actually get a top league job. Yes. Um, so the big European nights, that that's great. I do love that, but I won't see that for a while. Did you say something like it looks better for the lower leagues? Well... Uh, yeah, for, so in the top left-hand corner, it's all branded for, like, I think the lower leagues and also the Carling Cup and the FA Cup and stuff. And oh, you know, cool. like, the scores in the top lefts, they all change. I don't know if they did that the last one. It's, it's been a while since I played the last one. Mm. Um, but, like, the scores in the top left, uh, like, yeah, whatever, nil-nil, whatever, it's slightly different branding depending on what competition you're in and stuff like oh, that. Cool. It's, so, I think like, I it's do think there's... Like yeah, it's little things like that that do actually make the difference. Um, and, and to be fair, the the one that I really liked, I mean, the big the big European nights, that's really important. Um, the dynamic manager timeline, I think that's something that you won't be affected. You won't even I think, think that's about. a longer term thing. Yeah, exactly. So, so don't get me wrong. I I look at it probably once every real lifetime, probably every two weeks. I'll look at look at it to see what I did a few seasons ago. Um, mm. But it's not something you do straight away. So maybe no. you'll notice. You know, the longer you play, the, the more things yes, you'll possibly. notice. Yes, possibly. And but also, like, because when you're a football manager kind of veteran, you kind of go into autopilot. Yes, and you, you just do. do yeah. Like you just play the game, um, yeah. and a lot of the new features you don't really know. And one of the newest features in this game is the kind of the ability for the opposition to kind of work out what you're doing a lot. Yeah. But that's all in the background. You don't see it, do you? Yeah, like, exactly. it's not tangible so i think a lot of the, the improvements have probably been behind the scenes mm. um but i've just gone into autopilot done the same stuff i've always done and yes yeah, so essentially it's the same game but just everything's updated and uh mm. it's kind of what i wanted i suppose but yeah yeah it, it's, it's manager i'm playing it i, like I do it, get so. excited do you not get excited though when it comes out and it, it kind of like for example i'm kind of getting a bit bored with it at the moment the past month or so yeah. I've gone a bit bored of it. But I know that even though it'll be exactly the same, I'll be excited to play it. Oh, I was excited, Eddie. Like, that's yeah. why I got it. Because I was like, right, okay. I thought there's loads of good games coming out. Um, you know, Sonic's coming out, obviously. So I'm going to have to dedicate a lot of time to, to that. Um, so I thought Football Manager's probably not going to get, when it comes out properly on the 8th, it's probably not going to get a lot of time from me. So... I thought I'd get it early and, and start bedding in my game early because then, yeah. then there's a reason to keep playing it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And Which is exactly what I've done. So I wanted to get it early because the big games, we've had a couple of weeks kind of where without, well, I say that we've got a big game in a minute, but, you know, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm like you, excited, but then it's the same. It's the same thing. It's, but same. it's fine. It's absolutely yeah. fine. It's absolutely fine. Anyway, what have you been playing, Eddie? Um, well, I were, I left Kaplerth, didn't I, for this week to talk with oh, Pete yeah. over. But um, <laughs> he fucked you over there, didn't he? He did, Kirk. Thank By you. dying. Thank you for saying that. Um, but I'm going to talk about it anyway not because not he's not dead yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> yet. Yes. Sick, sickly boy. <laughs> sickly boy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I've been playing Kaplerth. Uh, Pete talked about this probably a couple of months ago. Um, the developers are Taro and the publishers are Gamera Games and it came out in May this year. Um, 
for those of you who don't know, it's like a 2D sandbox RPG uh, with a top-down view. Um, it looks like RimWorld. <laughs> it looks, it looks uh, really similar to RimWorld. I don't know how... Do you think they just allow it in gaming? I don't, I don't more, know, because there's so many of them that do it. Like, yes. is that okay? Yeah. Like, yeah. What, yeah. On what stage do RimWorld go, no, that's too much. We, we, need, to, we need to step in. <laughs> <laughs> call yeah. the lawyers when they call it like something else like rim <laughs> job no I won't finish that, I won't oh, finish that. oh you finished it it's fine hell there are no Eddie, children is, listening Eddie, you, you already said they to bed they've gone to bed yeah <laughs> they've gone to bed thank you Kirk for sending them to bed um, yeah it looks like Grimwell but uh, you only control one person so that person is you um, so it's it's very much more of a, an RPG than kind of a management game um, it's got loads of lovely, cool mechanics. Uh, like you can get companions uh, that follow you about and pets, and you can train them up and level them up and whatnot. You can also create clones uh, by using all these like genetic cool things to make them really strong as hell. Uh, all these genetics that you find around the map, or you you get off people, or you trade them, or whatever. Um, yeah, so the whole game is. It, it's it's like an open world, so it's fun to explore. Um, it's really really cool for that. Uh, you find loads of stuff around the map. You find like human bases, which are like massive, and they got all the different types of traders. And you have people that like ask for certain things, and then you get rewards for it. So it's really fun to explore because you do. Re- don't get me wrong. You find like you know your your bad places as well, like enemy bases or I don't know bear nests or something. Bear nests. Bear where do, nest. Where do bears congregate? Ness. Thank you. Um, so yeah, you find the bear nests and stuff like that. Um, so that's quite fun. I like the base building um, part of it. It is quite a big part of it because um, you obviously need like it's, it's to do with the whole crafting and everything. It's that kind of game. Um, but you also have people that come and stay with you, which Pete's talked about before. Um, the problem is is uh, that exactly how Pete described it was a hundred percent accurate, which I was disappointed with because. They, there's a mechanic where all these people stay with you, and if they're happy, well, they they get happy over time by like you having like baths and stuff. Um, but they only give you money, which really upsets me because they've in, they've put this mechanic in, and it's a shame they can't be like your friends or the, your colonists, so that they have like happy meters or they help you defend the base or or stuff like that. But it's literally mm. they're just there and they give you money. Um, and to be honest with you, I haven't even found, like, you can go to the traders and trade stuff, but money really isn't the important thing anyway. It's kind of all about finding the right weapon. Um, another annoying mechanic, you can't pass time. And I thought, I know it's such a small mechanic, but I just thought it's so lazy. Like, how easy is it just to incorporate a mechanic that if you sleep in a bed, you can sleep till morning? Like, mm. I don't know. That, that pissed me off. Um, yeah, so this... I d- this game's very, very good, but the thing that I don't like about it, and this is typical of me, is you very much feel like it's a computer game um, because you have bosses around the maps uh, and oh, you have right. achievements okay. like you need to go and kill the boss and then you'll get this thing to then build that. Um so, and this is typical of me, I like to have a sandbox kind of experience while this is very much a defeat level one boss. In fact, some of them even say level five goblin boss or whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. Gotcha. Um, 
and then you have to do that to, to unlock certain thing. So I'm I, I, and some of the bosses like attacks are very much like you're playing a computer game. Like he'll fire five arrows in all directions, and and you just it's know a shame, the pattern of it and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Finding out the pattern and then just making sure you get out the way of certain things. Um, which I know is very common in computer games, but the fact that this is like got the base building and the crafting and the leveling up and the RPG elements, it's just I was so sad to see that it turned into that kind of game. Um, I just feel you like want a life sim where you're God. Yes, yeah, mm. so I want a forever yeah. game. Where <laughs> yeah, I, I want RimWorld, but you're with one person. There you go. I said it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I said what it. I was thinking. Um, but that's not to take away. Look, it's a very good game. Um, for people who actually like playing computer games, uh, actual computer games, then I'd definitely give this a try. It's really, really good in that sense. Um, and uh, I guess another benefit to it is it's made me play RimWorld again. So I'm back so on the RimWorld train. it's almost the game you wanted. <laughs> you know what, Ben? I've said this a million times. I have bought and played probably genuinely... 30 games because I thought, oh, this looks a little bit like RimWorld. And every single one of them, I get angry at certain mechanics and then I go back to play RimWorld. This is probably mm. the very first game where I've gone, oh, it, it's not RimWorld. I'm going to go back and play RimWorld. However, that was a good game. Yeah, okay. I got you. Mm. So that speaks volumes because for me, because what I'm always doing in my brain when I'm playing a game similar to RimWorld is I'm comparing everything to RimWorld. And when you compare a game to your most favourite game of all time by a fucking chasm, it's it's never going to pan out well. So the fact that this actually held up to it, and I reckon I will play this again at least a few more times. Um, yeah, really, really happy with it. Highly recommend it. Um, okay. Yeah. Go. Good stuff. Huh? Good stuff. Well, hopefully um, Pete might... Well, who knows whether Pete will bring that into the game. Rises from the dead. dead. Pete was saying if if Pete rises from the dead, uh, Pete did say that he might put it in his game of the year. I might also put it in my game of the year. So I I wouldn't be surprised if it made an appearance. All right. Well, we might talk about that again then. Um, Mm -hmm. So if we're moving on to the biggest game of the week, then shall we? Yeah. 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 Uh, So Modern Warfare 2 came out on Friday. Um, So I've only played some of the campaign so far. Um, I wanted to have completed the campaign by this podcast recording which is uh two days ago if you're listening today um mm-hmm. brilliant but, good thank you <laughs> i he's still that, got it baby he's, that still alive, got it. Baby. he's been away away for a while but he's still got it um, still got it so the thing i i this got delivered to me on friday um i bought it from game because uh, they got they got this nice still book with it so i thought yeah fuck it i'll get that um sorry are you giving game a shout out i am giving game a shout out they're the only ones that actually did doing a still book anyway Point being, I, uh, I because obviously I've got the Series X. I uh, put the disc in, let That's it do it, let it do his. <laughs> You'll get one <laughs> better than your you fucking account. One, Ben. You got, yeah, not, to, <laughs> yeah, not you, you got one yesterday, Ben. So what are you talking about? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> the, yeah, um, I put it in, and as with every fucking modern game today. 90 gig download required to to get oh, this thing fucking running. I'm thinking to myself, 90. okay, yeah, man, yeah. So I had to I had to remove a few old games off of the system. That's fine. So they they're nothing anymore. But um, I thought, okay, five o'clock's gonna roll around. I had myself a little uh, care package that I made with drinks and snacks and stuff. Thinking I'm gonna fucking smash this campaign tonight and just get on with it. I then loaded up the campaign, 
And there was a 10 gigabyte download for the campaign to start running. And I thought, oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway, so this is like peak time now because it's just gone five. People are getting home. People are downloading from the COD servers and stuff. Um, 10 gig goes. I'm thinking, great, now I can play it. Nope, there's another 30 gig download. Are you love fucking that. serious? Are you love fucking that. serious? So love it. on the Friday, okay, I've downloaded the best part of 130 gigabytes worth of fucking data to get this game running, and I don't get it running until about half 10, 11 at night. I'm already half cut by this point because I was pissed off, so I just drank all my beer. Um, so I only managed to play like an hour of it at this uh, then and had a couldn't remember any of it couldn't remember no <laughs> couldn't remember any of it I did I got through to uh, the Amsterdam level which was the second mission I then stopped because I was like I'm I, you know when something's just drained you and I was so I was so excited to play this and then it just fucking dampened you my spirits so excited and that's what makes it so good yeah <laughs> anyway so yeah. um, I managed to play it properly last night for a good few hours and this is some of my takeaways from it so Visual, visually, it is fantastic. Although I do have a caveat to that later, which I'll which I'll get to. Um, I mean, COD games have always looked fantastic, really. So yeah, you know, they no, have, no, yeah. nothing wrong there. Uh, the sounds of the guns and just the sound design in general is fucking fantastic. I mean, guns sound punchy. Uh, like Ben, you said the other day about grenades sounding fucking great, didn't you? And yeah, yeah, yeah. just just uh, the the thing with COD games is they again visually and audibly they are just on an, on another level and when you shoot those guns i mean we've spoken about warzone before when we shoot shoot the, the shooty shooty bang bangs yeah. and it's just it's just a next you know fucking great um yeah. gunplay fantastic nothing nothing new there now the story beats are typical of cod um you know there's oh there's a there's a terrorist and oh uh, you know the government needs to send in like sas in you know the marines and stuff and you, you're going on all this this kind of journey to to stop a nuclear fucking world war three again Mm. Um, so it's not you're not really invested for the story per se, but you know it's it's a continuation yeah. from Modern Warfare One, which was a you know a fun story, and it had um, <clears throat> Captain Shepard. Uh, sorry, Captain, not Captain Shepard. That's fucking Shepard. Captain Shepard. <laughs> Captain Price, which is obviously one of the fan favorites, and you got Ghost and uh, you know your uh, Gaz as well. So um, now, one of the missions that I played last night was a sniper mission, which I did find particularly fun. So you're in ghillie suits, you're crawling, uh, literally crawling through the grass, and you've got to take out snipers that are on various ridges as you're kind of like scoping out this um, stronghold, which um, apparently could have nuclear missiles in. And the way that the le- the, the level is kind of like produced is uh, fantastic. Like they give you a backpack, which is a bit disappointing because they don't give you this in. Uh, previous levels and there wasn't anything like this in the next level that I played so I don't know if it's just for this level at this point but basically you get like a little backpack with various different kind of like um, uh, kind of gear to use to kind of use at your disposal and whether you want to go one route or another so what I mean by that is using heartbeat sensor to avoid enemies that are in certain buildings and crawling past them kind of like stealth mission in that sense and then when you get to a particular building you've got various options to try and flush them out like you can go onto the roof and you can use a tear gas to grenade to throw down the ventilation to force them out and then you and price start shooting them um or you can kind of like drop in through the skylights um with like rain fire on them you know that kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing which is really cool um Obviously, I was a bit pissed when I was playing it um, on the Friday night and did the Amsterdam level, but the it did look really, really nice. 
The only thing I will say to that, there wasn't a lot going on, so I don't really know how taxing it was on the system. Like, a lot of it could have been... I don't, I don't know what the technical term is, but a lot of people have basically shouted about how great the Amsterdam level looked. It's all static environment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so, I mean, there's not... Yeah. Like I said, there's not, there's not a lot going on there. Um, and another thing, when I was... Uh, when you play this, um, this uh, sniper mission... There's some fun dialogue. I mean, I've always liked the dialogue between like Marines and stuff. Like they, you know, there's it's especially when it's like British humor. And there's a there's a there's a part where Captain Price is kind of counting down these five soldiers that you're that you're killing with a sniper rifle. So it's like five, four, three, two, one, goes all the way down to zero. And then you, the character you're playing, Gaz, tells Price, "Oh, it appears you can count math, sir. Uh, sorry, it appears you could do math, sir." And like Price is like. Don't take the fucking piss, son. Like just the just the kind of way that the the, the banter is between them. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I love all that kind of stuff, and it's just it kind of yeah, it's it's it's, it's a good thing. Now, I'm keen to carry on playing the game, and I you know I want to I want to complete the campaign. They've always been good, uh, but there are some there are some negatives that I personally have. Now I mentioned about the graphics, and this is. <laughs> This is where it starts pulling me out a little bit because this this uh, sniper level that I'm talking about is really really fun to play and the the mechanics of it are fantastic. But then there's because you're crawling through the grass, like it's that grass which is kind of like a flat kind of image, and as you're crawling through it, you can it's so obviously flat, like there's no life to it. Do you know what mm, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like. And because they're forcing you into this situation where you have to go, like initially when you start the level, you have to do this. I'm I'm looking at it going. They could have like put a bit more effort into this this kind of section. And then some of the character models as well that aren't the main characters look a bit ropey, in my opinion. Um, like Ben, I know you've um you played some of the campaign as well. Like, have you have you witnessed any of that at all? Um, no, not on not on that. I I think it looks quite good. I have been playing it on series. S, so I kind of give it a little bit of a pass. It doesn't look as good as everyone is kind of making out, but I think that is the S, I assume. Okay. But it does look very nice, though. I mean, I do like in the main campaign, like it's all lighting based and stuff like that. Like it's, yeah. you could tell that the, the environments are very fixed. Uh, you can't destroy any of them and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of the stuff is very set piece orientated and stuff like that. So yeah. it's, it's, it's been built to look good, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, uh, yeah, well, campaign does look good. It's, I mean, like, like I said, I think there's, I think if they just kind of like put a bit more effort into the bits that then they know they're gonna that you're gonna go down, that probably would have, yeah, just stopped me from coming out a bit. Uh, the other thing I did find at times is it gets really hectic in these COD games sometimes. And you don't know what the fuck you're supposed to actually do, even if you're listening, like what you're be, what's being shouted at you, where you're being told to go. You sometimes end up going the wrong way. Like I ended up jumping off a fucking cliff by mistake, thinking that that's where I was supposed to go. No, nope, I died. Kirk, Kirk, that's just that's just war, my friend. That's just war. <laughs> that's war. It's hectic. Jesus Christ. War never changes. It's hectic. <laughs> but you know, there's there's all this. Yeah, you, you just end up fucking going the wrong thing. You die. You you restart. Great, lovely. Um. And also they've added in, I don't remember these in previous CODs, at least not the, the previous Modern Warfare, but some of the enemies have got armour on, like normal enemies have got these uh, got specific armour on. And you get the little, um, you know, like when you play Warzone and you break uh, and the enemy's shield and then like yeah. they're vulnerable. The it's that yeah, kind yeah. of indicator on here. 
and oh, okay. but it's really annoying because they are just essentially bullet sponges like you can't do any headshots with them you just have to pump them with rounds until the the armor breaks and then you can finally kill them so it's just a bit it's just a bit annoying because everybody else that even if they're wearing like a chest piece you can still shoot them in the head and you'll be fine but it's a bit computer gamey isn't it yeah like, yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah yeah exactly that which like the rest of the campaign's not really like that though right no so. i mean it's very kind of movie based kind of like yeah. you know fucking come on so oh uh, yeah the movie stuff is really i quite like it you know like in the cutscenes, the film grain they put on it they actually make it look a film and and actually like the facial animations and stuff are really excellent they are they? and i don't know the actor but there's the um you know the it's the uh yes the general, i know exactly who's the, the, yes, general, the general the older guy i don't know what the actor is but he looks exactly yeah. like he does in real life yeah but... and he and his voice acting is fantastic like they've really put the time and effort in on that and i yeah that you can really tell yeah so I mean, I'm in. I like I said before, I'm enjoying it. I am going to complete it and uh, for the campaign at least. I don't think I'm going to jump into multiplayer. And Ben, I know that that's something that you you're quite keen with with this, aren't you? Yes, yeah. So I mean, I uh, on the campaign stuff. Like I've played a little bit of the campaign, uh, like an hour and a half or something like that. And what I would say, um, it looks nice. I I needed that Xbox Series X, and it kind of pushed me over the edge after a playtale the other <laughs> week where I went back and was playing that again on the S today, and I was like. This really doesn't look that great. So I'm hoping that the X does um, take it to another level. Um, But I thought with the campaign, it just made me really grateful for playing video games. I was like, it made me feel like a kid at Christmas. You know, used to play, um, like, I got Modern Warfare, I got, yeah, COD 4. Yeah, Mm. Modern Warfare at Christmas. I just remember playing it. It just made me feel like that. It was quite a big nostalgia kind of hit. Um and I thought the campaign would be my main thing. Um, and then I, I played a lot of multiplayer, then came to the campaign and I was like, I thought, oh, is this just going to be a waste of time? And actually, no, it was all right, you know. I thought, yeah, yeah actually, I, I did quite quite enjoy it. It is a COD <coughs> campaign, you know. It's not it's not going to set the world alight. But, you know, it's quite quite good to add a bit of depth to the game, in in my my opinion. But, yeah, as you said, the main thing that I've been doing is is the multiplayer. And I've, I've been levelling the guns for Warzone. So that's my main <laughs> primary purpose. I mean, Ben's trying to get ahead I... of the curve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the, but I tell you, I tell you what, the attachment kind of unlocking system is way more complicated than oh. the previous uh, than in Warzone One and the CODs before. The CODs before you used to use your gun enough, you level it all up, and then you get all the attachments for that gun. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not how it works now. You can have a, a max level gun, but you've got hardly any attachments for it because you have to use other guns get them to certain levels and to unlock things and stuff like that so it's a whole there's a whole like um progression map for certain attachments um which i think and i assume this is going to be the exact same system that they're going to have in warzone 2 um so it's going to be exact same progression like it was it always has been and this is this is one of the reasons why you buy the main game to be able to, to unlock things quicker um but I think this is kind of because of the complexity kind of forcing you down that maybe having to buy it because it's just a bit uh, complicated. Yeah. You'd have to use too many guns else to kind of level them up. But I don't. Well, let's see how it pans out in actual actual Warzone. But mm. um, okay, uh, yeah, it could be quite clever on their on their like kind of behalf to 
if that is the case, but that's yet to be seen. But also an interesting point, Eddie, and you'll like this. Um, you know, we get meta builds, so you'll have a particular gun. You can add five attachments to that gun, and generally you go on the internet and people will say, ah, like, oh, these are the best attachments for that gun, which yeah. will reduce your recoil and oh, and yeah. accuracy and stuff, all that kind of stuff. In each of the, like the main attachments, so like your scope or your barrel or something, you can tune that. When you get the gun to a certain level, you can tune that attachment, meaning that you could add, uh, you can move all the way to one side or all the way to the other. So maybe it'll increase aim down sight speed, but it will yeah. reduce recoil, uh, but it will increase recoil. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could reduce aim down sight and then reduce recoil. You can do that within the actual attachment. So within the meta build, there is a meta of the meta. <laughs> fuck's sake like it adds quite a bit of complexity to it which Jeez. i think is pretty damn cool um so that's that's that there's a lot of map variety straight away i think it's the most maps that they've ever had at a start of a cod game which they really are they're pretty good the gameplay itself they've slowed down a hell of a lot like oh really they've got rid of the slide cancelling yeah gameplay is so much slower um, people, yeah, people people are... do love to jump around and drop shot and stuff but it's so it's slower like it's just the movement is so much better in my opinion, but I I say that because I like realism and I'm yeah. not a, a top-level player. But I think top-level players will quite like the being able to move really quickly and it's very reaction-based and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Like They actually like almost the apexness of the old one. Mm. Um, like the Apex Legends kind of <laughs> quick movement. It, it's like last Call of Duty with the slide cancelling and moving around you watch streamers and they're just like ninjas yeah. um, so it kind of plays more towards me being a, a poorer player I quite like a the casual, slowdown crass, gameplay. casual player yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I'm really really enjoying it I played 13 hours and <laughs> came out Friday it's now Monday I played 13 hours of this game nice. um, and if somebody had said that I was going to be playing a COD game multiplayer i'd be like ah, hang on a minute get very bored of that but i know because because my objective is to level up guns you've got a purpose yeah, you, have a because of you have a reason yeah, yeah. You have a absolutely I'm, I'm not getting attached to like oh fuck that was ah oh, dan died all that i'm not got none of that it's just i'm just having fun because i'm just trying to get that xp you know, baby make, absolutely <laughs> yeah so if, I, if you're looking to get back into cod i think this is a really good re-entry point to be honest. I, I got a quick question for you i just uh something popped into my head i um, mm. when you're playing a campaign have you watched how yeah. other characters run I don't know if it's like this in no, multiplayer I haven't, I haven't noticed okay haven't noticed. Do, you, do you say you have haven't haven't noticed oh, okay yeah. so they they I don't know what it is but they, it's it looks so unrealistic like their their hips are completely hinged like solid from their legs and uh, going up from the from the from the hips up, and the way that they run just looks so weird. It's almost like spaghetti legs. It doesn't look very <laughs> realistic whilst I'm playing the game. So I don't know if it's like that in uh, in multiplayer as well, but it just it looks. I've never um, seen I've never seen a game quite like it. Like how unrealistic it looks when someone's running. Yeah, I definitely haven't noticed that, and I haven't noticed it in multiplayer. And okay. I see people running all the time, so maybe it's not the same in multiplayer. To be honest, maybe I'll, I'll, have, um, I'll have a look. But ne- when you're playing a campaign next, have a look at how other people around you are running. Um, mainly your um, your like teammates and stuff. It could, you'll, yeah. you'll notice then it's it's, it's odd. 
Yeah. Okay. I will. I will. But yeah. So, no. I'm in, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the uh, the campaign. You're enjoying the multiplayer. So it sounds like. Yeah. A, I think the multiplayer is very, very good. Very, very good. So yeah. It's, it's good. good. So hopefully, Warzone Two is going to be a fucking banger. I hope so. I hope so. We'll get involved, um, and we will, we will let you know in due course because that comes out the 16th of November. If I'm not, if I'm, I'm yes. not the one think so uh yeah 60 we think it's the 16th of november so yeah good stuff i think that's also the day that the game uh, that the battle Six, pass 16th out. yes you're right yeah the battle pass season one also starts on that day so i'll be dropping some coin on that one um <laughs> cool. right let's move on to the feature <laughs> Cool. Um, right, so we had uh, this week. We had the nominees for the Golden Joystick Awards were announced, not for Game of the Year, but for every other category in the world, of which there are plenty. So we won't go through them all. Um, but we thought we'd discuss some of these categories, what's been nominated, what we kind of think would be, in our opinion, the winner of each category, and that kind of stuff. So um, these are for games that were released between the twenty third of November twenty twenty one and the fourth of November twenty twenty two. So they've kind of avoided the the late game season the you know yeah. the sonics the mm. god of war the callisto protocol that kind of stuff they've and, and even pokemon they've avoided that uh them being in the, dis- the discussions but that's that's okay um maybe we'll start with um i'm looking at the first category that i see best storyline i this is a this this kind of category says to me uh that there weren't a lot of brilliant games with amazing storylines. But anyway, <laughs> the ones, the nominees, uh, Immortality, that um, film-type game that came out recently, uh, Return to Monkey Island, F- uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Norco, don't even know what that is. Um, I was a teenage exo-colonist and Wayward Strand. Yeah, I don't I've, know half of these games. I've only heard of two of those games, Monkey Island and Forbidden West. That's it. So I don't know, don't know about the rest. There's of them. also Immortality, which is on uh, Game Pass. Yeah, recently. do you remember Immortality was the one where she was? We we had a debate of if she's a film star, no one's seen her films. Surely she's not yes. a film star. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that yes, old, yes. That old that old the old wood tree <laughs> falling in the forest. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm really sure that we can give it a necessarily an opinion on this one. It's uh, just yes. that I thought. I thought. I thought bringing this one up though was basically like shit. Like. I don't really. I don't. How come three of these games, unless that Norco is an acronym for something I should know, um, but no, how not. how it's weird is that? How weird is that that yeah. we don't really? I, I've heard of Wayward Strand, but I I was a teenage uh, exo colonist. Ninja Turtle. What's this? Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought it could be, and I thought that's not a story. <laughs> what's, what's quite funny? So obviously, I do the new releases, so I'm I'm gonna remember. Um, I remember Norco. That's that point in Clickhorn with a really cool. Um, like look to it. Um, oh, right. The Wayward Strand was the ridiculously like childish looking, kind of hand drawn kind of game that looks pretty terrible. But I have was that I... the one in the sky, the hospital in the sky. Um, Wayward Strand is a hospital story told in a curious way. Hop aboard the airborne hospital and yes, need fully voice cast of electric characters. in Australia or something. Uh, oh. It might be. I don't know. Um, yeah, I've gone too so. far. But, I've um, too close to the sun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you are rigorous. Um, I was a teenage e- um, exogonist. I don't remember this. No, I, no I, I generally, I, I, I've never seen this game in my life. In fact, if I copy no. this into our doc, I twenty into our search, I twenty quid. It wasn't on our new releases, which means Pete isn't doing his very one simple job. No, it's in none of our docs. You need to have a word with Pete, Ben. You need, you need to have right. a, a Ben chat with him. 
Don't worry. Nah, don't worry. We, we've all we've all had those chats. <laughs> even me with myself. So it's fine. It's about it's about time that Pete and I had a one to one anyway. So it's cool. <laughs> if he comes back from the dead, then yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's go for let's go for best indie game. Best indie game. So this is this is this is good. So Cult of the Lamb, Tunic, yeah. Rollerdrome, uh, Door from Antic. What the fuck's that? Um, Neo, Neon White and Teardown. Cult of the Lamb's been getting um, a lot of... Like, I had a lot of love yeah. when that came out, didn't it? Um, yes, it did. Yeah, it's a decent game. Tunic, decent game. I very much adored. Um, so did a lot of other people. Rollerdrome, that's that um, skate skating shooting one. Is that right? Yes, it yes. is. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. The cell-shaded one, kind of like a Jet Set Radio kind of Yeah, look. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think many people... Like that's that's not really in discussions, is it? I've, I've I don't heard... think Rollerdrome's gonna. Yeah, I think no, I think I Rollerdrome hit. I what was Teardown again? I don't uh, know. Teardown was the construction one. Um, pre- um, prepare the perfect. Oh, prepare the fer- perfect heist in this simulated and fully destructible voxel world. Tear down walls with vehicles or explosives to create shortcuts. No, oh, right, Christ. Okay, interesting. It concept. kind of had like a, a Lego kind of look to it, but. Like good quality graphic th- Lego is quite confusing. I think the three megablocks here: Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> nice. There's Cult of the Lamb. There's Tunic and Neon White. Because Neon White, I think, yeah, is uh, people upset. love that game. Yeah, I'm upset, but yes, is that the speedrunning one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, I own I I own Neon White. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. What? Yeah, I do have it. Yeah. You spoke. You spoke really? about it, didn't you? No, I don't think. Maybe did I not? did. I mean, I, I've no, li- I no, I don't. Think, yeah, I don't think I did. I, I've literally played like an hour of it, okay. and I was like, "Nah, not for me." Oh, that's a <laughs> Which... shame because I remember talking about this with you, and I remember thinking, I remember saying that this game is one of those that it could be really good or it could be really bad. And the thing is, I didn't want to say, I didn't want to talk about it because I've obviously put an hour, and everyone thinks it's amazing. So it is my problem, not the game's problem. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to make that obvious, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, and and yeah. door door from Mantic is is on my wish list, uh, and it looks fucking amazing. It looks simple but bloody gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Um, right. Let's move on to something that we actually know about. So, best multiplayer game. They have nominated Elden Ring. <laughs> weird choice. Say this um, one exactly as it's said here uh, that you've written here. By the way, <laughs> what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Revenue. No, revenue, revenue, revenue. <laughs> it, it's, it's like, I didn't, the accountant. I didn't write that. So classic Ben. It's all about going through his paperwork. Did I write that? I, no, just, I, don't I, I just had to copy it. I just like that can't be right, is it? I just put it into Google. And I was it like, is, it's revenge. It's a very boring. It's an accountant's game, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure I copied that for some real. Anyway, um, Shredder's Revenue, um, Multiverses. Splatoon 3, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and Lego Star Wars uh, The Skywalker Saga. What do you think is going to win out of that category? Multiverses, or multiverses, I reckon. I think... I don't know why. That's a good shout. I don't know why, but I think that is probably the big ones. I don't... I don't. I know Elden Ring is a multiplayer game, but it's... Yeah, it's, it's not... confusing. Do you think this is like best game that has multiplayer, or do you think it's best yes. multiplayer game? Best, yeah, well, 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 that, that is because that, is... that is subtle. That is a subtle difference. <laughs> um, I think it's the best multi, uh, the best game at being multiplayer. That's gonna be so. That's gotta be multiverses or 
Splatoon. How about Splatoon three? Yeah, yeah. I I would say Splatoon three, but I don't think uh, Western Awards ah, will see. give Splatoon. I think if this was being held in Japan, then yeah, yeah. But I I think the actual um, I think the dark horse here is actually Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. everyone's saying how good it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a great revenue. little multiplayer yeah. game. Look, yeah, for Shredder's Revenue. Um, everyone. Yeah, I, I never played it multiplayer, but yeah, I think it's one of those that jump in, jump out really, really decent. Was I'm surprised the... that that wasn't in Best Indie. Uh, the, I'm just trying to hmm. just trying to look at what this one was, because was this the one that came on Game Pass as well? It's a silly yeah. fighting yeah, one. It was, yeah. Yeah, silly I think fighting. a lot of people yeah, a, a lot of people really, really liked this when it came out, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I completed it. It's... Uh... Oh, you played it? Is it right? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I streamed it. I streamed it, goddammit. Um... Yeah, it's all right. Good okay. game. Good game. Multiverses. Yeah. Oh, multiverses for yeah. Kirk. Eddie, Eddie, what did you think? Uh, I'm still going to stick to my gut and say Splatoon 3. Okay. Yeah, I would like it to be Splatoon 3, but I think it's going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So there we go. There you go. Um, oh, best visual. This is a good one as well. Cause, um, so best visual uh, design was Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, Cult of the Lamb, Ghostwire Tokyo, a Plague Tale Requiem or Lost in Play? Well, we know that your favourite is not Plague Tale, so that's out. Yeah. Visual design. I'd yeah. Uh, Ghostwire or Cult of the Lamb, because Cult of the Lamb is very, very handsomely done. I'm really pleased you said that, Kurt, because my pick on here would be Ghostwire Tokyo. I think Ghostwire Tokyo, the design of that game, is wonderful. You could say about like repetitive gameplay and stuff like that, and the enemies not being that varied. But I that's thought that's irrelevant for this point, the, is it? Yeah, it? exactly. the The best visual design. I mean, you could say the repetition of enemies and stuff visually. Maybe that would whatever. But the world that they've created and how it looked, I I thought it was fantastic. I really, really loved Ghostwire, um, and your point about Cult of the Lamb—it's it, it is incredibly stylized and it is very, very yeah. cool. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Eddie? Eddie, what do you think? Um, I, I want to ask Ben: Why not Horizon Forbidden West? Do you just not think? Um, it- because uh, I think actually. There isn't a reason why. It's a beautiful looking game. It's yeah. just that it's very much a continuation on the last one. So, but that doesn't, you know what you're getting. I, you know, with that it, doesn't you? impact the category. It doesn't impact the category. You know, it's a wonderfully wonderful looking game. Um, I just think I like stylized games. I really like Ghostwire. Surprised me so much. I mean, I I played it basically in like two sittings. I completed it in like two sittings. It was hmm. fantastic. Hmm. <laughs> um, what are you moving yeah. on to next? <laughs> Oh, uh, next, right, let's go Let's go for the individual platforms game of the years. So let's start off with PlayStation Game of the Year. Okay, okay. so there is an overall Game of the Year, but they're not going to talk about that. We're not going to do that today. But they've gone for PlayStation Game of the Year. They've got Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, Elden Ring, The Last of Us Part 1, or Sifu. Now, this is a weird I, one. T- How can you have Elden Ring and Sifu on there when they're not PlayStation games? Because they're on other platforms. Sifu was a and PlayStation Stray. exclusive. Yeah, but it's now when on. It came out. It's now on what platform? Yeah, these games are just the games that came on that. The best games that came on that platform. I take it. Okay, so not we're not talking exclusives then. We're just even though there are <sighs> yeah, exclusives I think it, in there. I think 
I think they probably go to exclusives, and then when they've run out of exclusives, they kind of. He's got a point. Go so to... why isn't Elden Ring oh. in Xbox? I will say stop picking up, stop when they picking start holes in the nominations. I will just say when, <laughs> when you just said when they run out of exclusives, they start picking on third party ones. Xbox is fuck then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but at least, uh, well, they have actually got all the exclusive in Xbox, haven't they? Oh no, they haven't. Uh, They've got one non. So I think on these, so if we go PlayStation and Xbox, I think they've got one non. It's uh, they've got one which is was not exclusive to their console each. I think. Right. So we'll cover Xbox in a minute, but yeah, PlayStation, Gran Turismo, Horizon, Stray, Elden Ring, Last of Us Part One, and Sifu. What do you think is the PlayStation Game of the Year for what you know? It's gonna be Stray or Sifu. I feel. It's not going to be a big one. Wow. No Elden Ring? No. I think Elden Ring will get overall Game of the Year whenever that comes out. Yeah. I think they'll... Li- I, because I don't think you could give it PlayStation Game of the Year and then not give it Xbox Game of the Year. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't agree. It's, it's stupid the way it's done. Um, yeah, so let's forget about Elden Ring for this purpose. Oh, if we forget about Elden Ring, then it's straight all the way. Yeah. I'm just disappointed that Ghostwire Tokyo isn't this. <laughs> like, that would have been my PlayStation Game of the Year. Fair. Mm-hmm. You know, I've played all of these, bar Last of Us Part 1, but essentially I've played that game. Um, <laughs> twice. Yeah, twice. <laughs> um, so it would have been Ghostwire Tokyo, but I, from that list as well, would go for Stray. Yeah. I think that's a safe bet. That's nice. I said wow. ages ago, and you'll criticise me, Game of the Year, Stray. Yeah, but I played it and I loved it. So, yeah. yeah. Right, e- c- come on, Kirk. This is your category, mate. Uh, Xbox <laughs> Game of the Year. The first, So we've got Halo Infinite. Because it came out last year within the timeline, Scorn, uh, oh fuck, you know, Scorn, no. uh, Grounded, <laughs> As Dust Falls, Sniper Elite Five, and Dying Light Two. Stay human. Let's forget uh, forget Dying Light Two. Yeah, because that's third party. Let's go for the 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 five previous games. What is your game of the year on Xbox? My personal Kirk? would be Halo, just because I've I much pref- I, I love I love that game. Like, and I I very much enjoyed it with my time with it. I feel like Asdus Falls is probably going to win it, though. I got oh, okay. Fit. Whoa. Yeah. I, Behave. Uh, well, it's not going to be Scorn, is it? No, it's definitely not going to be Scorn. It's not, it's not going to be Fucking Sniper out. Elite. It's not going to be Sniper no, Elite. In fact, I don't know why elite. the fuck Sniper Elite is on this list. <laughs> I apologise. Grounded hasn't made much ground. We oh, um, it, it has. It's wrong, it but it was know, such a yeah, good comment. It was, it no, was, it, come on, yeah. Gersh, you Gersh, you've, you've got to let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> you heard that? That was too good to deny. Yeah, but it wasn't correct. It wasn't I know it wasn't correct, real... but it was brilliant. Doesn't make doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, no, I it, think it is, it is between those two, though, isn't it? Grounded yeah. and Halo, sure. Halo and Grounded, yeah. No, that's as pretty that, bad, isn't it? Is. As Dust Falls is my, my, my pick on that, I reckon. I agree with you, Kirk. It's between Halo and Grounded. Yeah, yeah well, okay. Said. Okay. well said. What would you say, Eddie, between Halo and Grounded? Um, I think only because uh, the size of it, I think Halo's going to win it. I don't think it should, but I think it will. I think Halo as well. And I can't believe that Scorn's in that list because it just has to be, Tragic. because it's an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, exactly. but Welchy yeah. Holy sounds. shit. That's why. Holy shit, that game, man. Mm, that's a bad and that's in game the uh, category yeah let's let's move over to Nintendo um, so Nintendo quite a good list here so Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Pokemon Legends Arceus Kirby and the Forgotten Lands Live Alive Splatoon 3 and Nintendo Switch Sports now let's get rid of Nintendo Switch Sports because that is just <laughs> that is that, that, we've been over this before let's get rid of that one um, 
What do you reckon here then, Kurt? Go on then. Have a little, have a little pick. Um, <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> okay. Good. I really good, don't good, know. Good chat. Good, good chat. Was, you know we're on it's gonna we're recording, be, right? right? I, I know. <laughs> and he's not editing. You know that, right? Yeah. <sighs> oh, fucking hell. It's not going to be Pokemon. Lack of voice acting. Um, Very good. Good game, though. Yeah, is it? Um... I yes. Switch Sports definitely not. I mean that can't that cannot be that cannot be no. a game of the year. I would I don't know why, but it's just because of the chatter online for it. Xenoblade Chronicles three would be I know. It's either that or Kirby. And no, I would probably Kirby. say Xenoblade, to be honest with you. Mm. Eddie it, it can't be Kirby. Um so it's yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I also think it's going to be Xenoblade Chronicles, but I think the game of the year for Nintendo is Splatoon 3. My personal one is Splatoon 3. That's not that's yeah, not what we're um, talking about. This isn't Ben's not Nintendo game of the year. It isn't Ben's Nintendo game of the year. Fuck's sake, Ben. That would be another feature. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Yeah. I understand, Kurt. Yeah, you're entirely right. It's Xenoblade Chronicles. You are such a shit. <laughs> Even though it hasn't made the ground. Yeah, yeah. There's also a PC category, but that doesn't really. Yeah. What are you talking about? This is the biggest one. All right. You want to talk about the PC? Yes, of of course I do. So do probably fifty percent of our listeners. What's wrong with you? Okay. Well, here are the here are the candidates: Neon White, Return to Monkey Island, Hard Space Shipbreaker, (laughs) Teardown, Total War Warhammer Three, or Warhammer uh, Forty Thousand Chaos Gate. Warhammer. 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 You also have to talk about them with such disdain. Like, it's just because <laughs> even like Hard like, Space not... Shipwrecker. When I brought that up in the new releases, you went like, "This looks brilliant." But it's in there, Game you Pass. went it's like, "Hard Space Shipbreaker." Shipbreaker. It hasn't even made the Xbox Game of the Year. Fire. Ben, stop talking and let Kirk just rip. No, not not let Kirk have his moment. All of these games are on other consoles, apart from Total War 3. Of course they are. That's what happens with PC games. Yeah, but but Eddie, they haven't made the list for the other consoles. So, like, how can this be the main category? But fucking, what, fucking, what's it called? Elden Ring hasn't made the list. That doesn't mean that's not a good enough game to make PC Game of the Year. It wasn't as good on PC. It had problems. Wow. Okay. Fine. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, it's it's not a good list anyway, is it? Let's be honest. Well, uh, thanks for coming <laughs> round. Um, anyway, Eddie, what's your pick here then? Go on then. You want um, this list? I mean, Hard Space Shipwrecker was quite good. Warhammer yes, yes, Forty Thousand Chaos Gate uh, looks amazing, but it just won't fucking drop in price for me. Um, so I th- I think just because again the size of it, Total War Warhammer Three. Okay, Mon- Monkey Island. Cook. Okay. Got, I got this funny. I got this funny feeling that it's gonna be. It's gonna be that. They had a. There was a lot of hype God, around it, and I think the the PC. Uh, kind of. I don't know what I was. I was gonna call them the crew. Then it was going going yeah, gang. No, I, I was thinking. Were cla- I thought you were gonna say clan. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you know, I don't know you why. Know, group, I, just that, had, I thought you had it. That group of individuals. I think that they they they're kind of like you know they're they're harking back to. Monkey, like the original Monkey Island, and there was a lot of there was a lot of hype around it. So, yeah, I'll probably, yeah. probably fair, go with that. Fair enough. I, I'm going to go down that kind of route. I'm going to say it's Neon White. I think PC Game of the Year is Neon White. Jesus okay, Christ. I think it's got to get a look in somewhere. Uh, I think that game has done so yeah, well. Yeah, haven't you noticed in past Game of the Years, many of them when there's 
like one game in there three times, it's almost like they sometimes just give it. Like even when the category's not even warranted that game, they just give it to it. So I think, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because there is a public vote, but I don't know how much the public vote actually. Influences, influences the whole it. yeah yeah so we'll we'll see um the main category i wanted to talk about uh the last one um just to tell just one this highlights the amount of awesome games that are coming out hmm. um but two just it's it's the most wanted game so all these good games and let's let's just pick our most wanted each so you got the Le- legend of zelda tears of the kingdom final fantasy 16 uh assassin's creed mirage Dead Island 2, Forspoken, uh, Street Fighter 6, Jedi St- um, no, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Warhammer, 40,000 Dark Tide, <laughs> uh, Honkai, Star Rail, no idea what that is, uh, Starfield, Exoprimal, Redfall, Hogwarts Legacy, The Day Before, wow, yeah, that's the most most uh, wishlisted game on Steam, or formerly was, uh, Mass Effect, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hollow Knight Silk Song, Kerbal Space Program 2. Don't know how that got in there, but that's cool. And Dead Space. <laughs> yeah, some good games there. Isn't good that? games coming out, right? Some good fucking games, some right? Kirk, what from that list? What is your most looked forward to game? Uh, right. So I've got two answers here. Um, Didn't ask for that. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> let me explain, okay? I adored okay. the first Spider-Man game on the PS4, all right? Love that game. Fucking fantastic. Mechanically, story, graphics, everything about it. Wonderful. And I'm excited to see mm-hmm. what they do with the second one. It's it's going to it's going to hit. It, it will. Insomniac Insomniac Games won't fuck that up. So that's a that's a goodie. However, I don't have a PlayStation. So I'm going to miss out mm. on that for the time being. Oh. And as a result, I am and even though I've only played 20 minutes of the uh, the first one. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to Dead Space. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. Oh, my God. You can't say that. Kay. I can. You can't I have. Do that. I have. can't say that. After what, what profanities you've put on our Twitter. After what you said mm. about Dead Space. Yes. Worst game in the world. Doesn't hold up, the first one. Um, and I'm excited for the, the remake, so I can actually enjoy it in today's day and age. You <laughs> fucking monster. Eddie, what's your oh, most wanted? Dear me. Um... I mean, I, I'm excited for Hogwarts Legacy. Um, Are you actually? I, yeah. Um, I'm excited for Dead Space, but like, whew, I would say 95% of my inside votes, if that's a thing, goes to Starfield, obviously. Mm. Lovely job, lovely job. My um, my most anti- I am really excited for Hogwarts. Um, the day before interests me. Uh, but I yes, imagine it's going to be yes. shit, even yeah, though it's amazing. With all the hype plus, they're an unproven uh, developer, which means yes, yeah, they really are. They, yeah, they really are unproven. Yeah. Um, I'm also interested in Zelda. Obviously, loved Breath of the Wild. Absolutely loved it. But the one that I'm actually most looking forward to is Redfall. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair. Enough. That is actually yeah. the game that I'm looking yeah, forward we saw to. Some I think that's going to be really, really good. Ago, I think it looks excellent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, coming on Game Pass as well. Can't be mad. It is, Kirk. It is, Kirk. So, yeah, the full list of everything, all of these nominees and stuff, you can vote for yourself online. So the Golden Joystick uh, Awards and the Game of the Year will be, the nominees for that will be released in like a week or so, something like that. So, um, but check those out. But they're just some of our opinions. But if you wanted to say what your opinion 
uh, is and how we're wrong, you can email us at podcast at grumpygamers.co.uk. You can tweet us at grumpygamerspod. You can go to our YouTube channel, Grumpy Gamers Podcast, and you can watch us on Twitch, 7pm on Thursdays, Grumpy Gamers Podcast, all one word. Did you um, run out of breath then? But yeah, I kind of <laughs> ran out of steam, I think. Uh, oh, one. One. Word. Word. <laughs> but until next week, and Pete, no doubt, will be back next week. <laughs> from um, the dead. Oh, from the dead. From the dead, as it is Halloween, right. <laughs> um, it's GG. GG. GG.